Welcome to the Back to Square One podcast with your host Chong and Kedrick. This is a podcast where we will have conversations about training, nutrition, and philosophy, taking you back to square one. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Welcome to the Back to Square One podcast. Um, and today, if you're listening to this, I would put a disclaimer out there. If you're not into powerlifting, uh, more nichely, more specifically into NZPF Nationals for 2021, I might suggest you tune away because we are going to be talking specifically about the upcoming Nationals. Um, and if you are competing or traveling down to the South Islands, and if you're listening to this on the plane or on the drive down, uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And um, it's going to be a bit of a weird one. It's more of a recap of the upcoming couple of days as we head into another big nationals, I think. 221 entries this year, Paul, Jason? Uh, 217. 217. Last, last year was 221. Last year was 221, yeah. Yeah, so a big turnout. Yeah, it could have been 218 if uh, Jason Clark didn't pull out, just saying. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. such a pussy. I know. And, uh, and unfortunate, of course, some of our, well, I would say Viv shout-outs is unable to attend, obviously, um, obviously due to sort of COVID restrictions and travel restrictions. But it is what it is. So, yeah, I guess we'll kind of start off with... Hey, just to just to break you up here real quick, my headphones yeah. just died. Is that making an odd noise? Like, is it reverberating through my speaker? No, nope. we not fine at all. We are good. Yeah, cool, awesome. We are all Any good. warehouse headphones. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, then, I guess we'll hand it off to Jason. Um, thoughts day one. We've got a bit of a recap here going on Masters. Yep. Just just before we go, right. Also, we have a special guest, uh, not Jason Clark, oh, yes. but the the the, 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 the other Clark, Clark uh, the the older Clark, um, the NZ, our one and only NZPF president, uh, Paul. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for for joining us and joining your younger brother. So, hopefully, uh, between the two of you, there will be some interesting commentaries and yeah, just uh, conversations about. Classes to look, uh, classes to look out for, uh, exciting uh, matchups, things like that. So yeah, uh, take it away. Cool. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no, you just want to minimize the last name, so two between four people is always a good idea. I mean, yeah, we literally have <laughs> yeah. the two last names, <laughs> the two yeah, people with four. the same last name. True, the Clarks and the Quans. That's a good point. Our, um, <laughs> really good our point. parents would be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. right, so uh, before we get stuck into it, uh, we've got, I guess, two of the four people here competing. How are you guys feeling? How, how's everyone feeling about the competition? Obviously, down in Invercargill this year, which is a bit of a, a remote location. I'm assuming a lot of people <laughs> haven't uh, willingly gone down there in the past. So I know I'm pretty fizz for the whole thing. I like the idea of it being somewhere pretty remote and secluded. And uh, I don't know, what's the, what's the vibe with you guys? I'm pretty excited. I'm looking forward to getting down there and, and competing and hanging out and spending a week there. We go down, we'll head down on the Monday. So we're down there the whole week. Yeah. Um, Half the Monday flight's going to be full of uh, power. <laughs> APA chartered flight. The uh, I'm sure the flight 
will be very, very interesting with all the belts and all the gears on the actual flight. It's probably worth more than your standard uh, domestic flight, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you remember? Do you remember last year, John? Hey. Do you remember last year? Me trying to get on the plane. <laughs> oh yeah. What a what a what a what a joy. And in the end, that lady was just like, "Oh fuck it, just go on." The first weigh-in of nationals last year was you trying to get on the plane. Yeah, that was a that was a good sneak peek to some of Jason's uh, Jason taking on some of Kedrick's uh, secret strategies to water cut <laughs> <laughs> to make weight for his flight last year. Oh uh, yeah. yeah anyway, um, yeah, I think I think it'll be I think it'll be cool. I think people that are apprehensive about it, like being in Invercargill, I think you'll be surprised how much fun it will be when it's in a small place like that, because it really kind of like bands everyone together and everyone kind of just gets stuck into the powerlifting more than anything. Um, apart from Joel, who's trying to find all these other things to do in Invercargill. <laughs> but I think the, uh, I think the, the highlight of Invercargill is going to be the powerlifting for this week. Mm, sure. um, yeah, I reckon it's the same thing is that more people are more likely to hang around and watch the lifting and, Spend more time, you know, as a group. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you'll find like the place itself will be. They're, they're going to be keen to have us down there. Um, I, I know, like some guys have done a pretty good job of securing some funding from a local board and things like that. So that just goes to show their like keenness for us to be down in Invercargill and lift in some tin. Yeah, it might it might be the biggest event of the year in Invercargill based on the the, the sound of things. <laughs> so I mean, not not to this the. Our friends down south. I've never been there. Uh, the only other person I've spoke to said that the last time he's been there uh, was ten years ago. So <laughs> I guess uh, not 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 much of a reason to be there. Uh, but I guess like like you said, I think it it's about the sport. Uh, who knows? This year we might have the highest show up for our AGM. You know, <laughs> because there's nothing else better to do. <laughs> that is so, very true. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking definitely looking forward. I mean, I I, I do think it. It, it pays right to have like the NZPF uh, community as a whole just get in one place and yeah the looking forward to this year's nationals for sure it'll be like an Olympic village but for NZPF yeah. in Chicago <laughs> yeah no it'll be cool I think um you know if you are down there definitely get amongst it go and watch and go and support everyone the venue's looking pretty cool thus far I had a little look mm-hmm. at the um the, the map of it, the floor plan, and it looks like it's going to be very good. And I know everyone down in Southern has been working their fucking asses off to get this ready and good to go. So Hats uh, off to you guys. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be good. Um, but anyway, without further ado, let's get stuck into it because I can see Chung wanting me to uh, hurry this thing up. Did I? <laughs> no. I might just look in the screen. I'm just having you on. <laughs> so uh, for those that are unawares, uh, the event will be five days. It actually runs from... Tuesday the 17th all the way to Saturday the 21st and then we'll kind of finish it up with a celebration on the 21st at the banquet which should be nice and fun um just another opportunity for everyone to kind of hang out and in this case um drink some alcohol I guess um but yeah it'll run for five days which is pretty cool uh it's like a a full working week of powerlifting and um the, the 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 first place we'll start will be the Tuesday, which is a pretty rammed session. Um, so that includes our masters, um, all our masters, males and female, and the first flight that we have there is the females. Uh, so uh, I know we probably don't have a lot of, or you guys don't have a lot of uh, masters listeners, so we'll kind of go through this pretty quick. But 
few things there to note. Um, in the females, in that first session, I would be definitely keeping an eye out for Rochelle Jessup. Um, she is definitely one of the stronger ones in the 69 kilo weight class coming in with a nominated total of 433.5 kilos. And that actually puts her over the top nominated total in the open division. So it would have been awesome to see Rochelle in the opens, but uh, yeah, she's going to dominate the masters and she'll definitely be looking to take best overall female masters, which should be good. And I know, um, I don't know if you guys can remember the story or what actually happened, but she had a think, bit of an accident, was it? Yeah, she's yeah. she's had some yeah. troubles in the past. I think she she did compete. Can you remember whether she competed or not last year, Paul? She did. I think we. Uh, she. I think she did compete in nationals. Yeah, I believe. she couldn't do um, regionals because of the crash. She was uh, in a car crash, so um, yeah. had to get dispensation for her regional and then competed at nationals. I, yeah, I think, and then ended up having a fucking awesome meet. Yeah, I, think. I think if I'm not mistaken, she competed at nationals, but she wasn't there for the banquet, and someone else took a prize. Uh, that person, oh, that person yeah. shall not be named. It was a long, yeah. it was a long irrelevant speech, but yeah, that name shall not be mentioned <laughs> in this podcast. Uh, oh, shots fired! I, oh, I, if my memory serves me we've right, just, that was what we've happened. just lost twenty. We've just lost the entire the entire group there. <laughs> so she, yeah, she competed at nationals last year, and she, I think, put up her oh very close to what she put up at regionals this year but obviously in the uh, old 72 class so Hmm. very very strong deadlifter she holds the national record there at 190.5 kilos if i'm not mistaken although she did pull 191 at regionals um so yeah look for a dominant performance there and like that would be the one if you were gonna be checking out the old masters the the females then that'd be one i'd be keeping a pretty close eye on um, just on that, like uh, Megan Jeffrey as well, it's 57 Masters 1 benches, 83 kilos. It's a very impressive. You know, it might be just one lift, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> a number for 57 kilo, any 57 kilo lifter. Yeah, let alone Masters 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so going into the afternoon session there on the Tuesday, should have a nice little battle here. So uh, we always seem to find Darren in uh, Darren Neves, the APA president, in, in a little bit of a, a little bit of a tussle. Uh, mm. Last year he went up against Edwin and another guy. I actually can't remember his name, um, but he ended up coming out on top on that one. That's his best performance he's had yet. He's been down a little bit since then, so we'll be very interested to see how he goes coming up against uh, Pano who is a former just bench only lifter. Pano comes in with a 230 squat, a 207.5 bench press. So yes, that is a uh, 12 and a half kilo discrepancy. Legendary and, ratios. Yeah, and a 262.5 <laughs> deadlift. And I think if I'm not mistaken, Pano has actually benched 200 and pulling it up right now, 220 kilos in the past. So I think it went down a little bit when he went to three lift, but nonetheless, like 207.5 bench is fucking insane. Basically um, squat getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that'll be interesting. Like it's going to be Darren with a big squat, Pano with a massive bench, and then Darren will have the advantage in the deadlift. So he'll probably have the last say most likely, but it will be like how much can Pano bench um, and whether he can kind of close that gap 
enough because they do come in with a, both with a nominated total of 700 kilos. And I mean, Darren's had a fucking fantastic nationals last year, but it, you know, he's kind of been a little bit turbulent since. And, mm-hmm. you know, with Pano coming in first three lift comp at uh, Wellington's regionals, you don't know, like, I mean, he could put 20 kilos on his squat. And, it's and, basically those newbie gains, you know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like, but is it, though, you never know, like, has he just been doing these lifts and... He's just, just never competed as a three lift, yeah. Yeah, so that should be good. You, you um, know who's... Baron had a pretty good session yesterday. Hmm. He'd been yeah. 165 and deadlifted 270 pretty quite easily. So. Oh, there you go. Oh. He's had a bit of a, a, bit of a resurgence in his training. And then, you know, even though we talk about those two, that Pete Bevington, who keeps getting stronger. That's the guy from last Only 15 kilos. Yeah, he's the guy. So he's only 15 kilos behind nominated total, but he's getting stronger and stronger. Yeah. It's a case of making your lifts at, at this point, really, for for that tussle there. Well, I mean, Dazza has the better deadlift. And, you know, it's as cliche as it is, like, that does put you in the position where you're like, well, just chuck on whatever. And like, there's this kind of like one of those lifters where like he can miss a lift one week and then come in the next Back week and, and hit. absolutely destroy it. So like, I think if you said to him, Hey, Dezza, pick this fucking thing up and you win. Like, I feel like he's got a good opportunity at doing that. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you know who panel is coached by? Yeah. He's coached by James Schroeder. Yeah. I say the name that should mm-hmm. not be mentioned has been mentioned, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, so it'd be it'd be a nice battle, right? Like at least they have like coaches behind them to like play the yeah play the really game. yeah. So that's yeah. gonna yeah, be well, like it'll a be fun. A, yeah. Sorry, it'll be John versus Schroeder yeah. in that one. Yeah, so it'll John be Schroeder. good. I'm uh I'm really actually excited to see that yeah, one. Yeah, um, percent. I think it's it, it's always good to have like you know have coaches behind strong lifters because it. It's like it just, just good means spot, you can push right? them. You, you, yeah. It's nice for the spectators to watch. So uh, people always think like, I mean, if you have a good coach, they will use uh, any legal strategy to win. So uh, it'll be very, very nice to see uh, what uh, both John and James, who are both uh, experienced uh, coaches, like John basically coaches half of New Zealand and James Schroeder has coached <laughs> at Wolves before. So... Uh, so yeah, it'll be nice to see them go head to head, both uh, Darren and Pano. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, just like also to note, I think the in the M two one hundred five again, uh, Simon and Liz going up against each other. I think they also competed against each other at like Auckland's. Yeah, at Auckland's. they did at Auckland's. Yeah. Yes, yeah, at Auckland's. and I think Simon came out on top on that occasion, but they're very closely nominated, just eight kilos between them. So. It'll be interesting. I mean, Simon's gone up from 93, which is good because there's a little bit more competition at 105. And I think... <laughs> His strength's just been going up ever since he's been yeah, in the class. That, like, you I know, think people, he made the right decision. People, like, people joke about old, old man strength, but you know that really shows you know how going up a weight class can really just boost up your total immensely. Yeah. And it's like just his bench has skyrocketed since then. He was having tough weight cuts. So, I mean, Simon's a fucking awesome lifter and He'll be looking at like he'll probably be looking knowing Simon. He'll be looking at the guys in the open and being like, "I want to beat them, them, and them." So I'm going to set a really good standard. Yeah, um, yeah I better make sure I beat them. Yeah, That's yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. You beat him, Paul. <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, you're total him, Paul. Um, so yeah, that'll be good. But I think that's all the notables on the uh, 
on the master side of things, it'll be good. It's it's a it's a really nice way to open up the the competition, and mm. it's gonna be a fucking long day because we've got two sessions with three flights. So we're in for a long pretty, one. It's pretty cool that like we get we've got like sixty masters lifters. Oh yeah, we got so like, many. That's a that's yeah. a big number. You that's know, a big number, it, yeah. It's a lot of people you know even in the it, it just goes three. to show like powerlifting is, is, is yeah, as much as people say it's a young sport you know it's it's definitely something that all the lifters you know can get into and still have a really fun time 100 mm, yeah, and i think even though we lost a lot with the split with world powerlifting it's still so, like paul said like 60 masters that's yeah it's that's you know a lot yeah all right should we ready to go into day two here, fellas? Let's go. Yeah, let's do That's it. Good. All right. So kind of work through the junior females first and the junior males afterwards. So on the junior female side of things, we have the one session in there. That's the Wednesday morning session. Um, it's not our strongest area at the moment, junior females, like in terms like the performances are good, but numbers wise, it's a little bit slim. So we've got about, or oh, just off the top of my head there, 20 odd junior females and a couple of couple of sub juniors. But I think there's probably two places to keep an eye on. First thing there would be Dana's performance at 52. Um, so she is, according to my numbers, by far the front runner for best overall junior. So Dana, actually, I was looking up Dana the other day on um, open powerlifting just while I was doing a little bit of research for this. And According to that, she's still only like fucking 21, which is ridiculous. Um, but also, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Imagine being 21. Mm. Um, <laughs> how good. <laughs> but that kind of speaks to how much she's progressed recently. Like if we look at her last three competitions, she's put 10 kilos on her total every single comp. So she continues to get better and she's still at the same weight class. I think. Um, I think we'll see that bench press go up quite a bit and I think we'll see that national record and in the junior division there at I think it was EV set at Worlds on a Raw Nationals in Whangarei which is 86 and a half kilos so I think we'll definitely be seeing Dana have a crack at that one which will be mm. pretty damn cool she is a uh, how would I how would you say that she's a, a, a bro bencher at heart right long range <laughs> of motion flat back just all guns and chest and just just blows it up without like having to utilize the leverages. Yep. I agree. I can, and I can resonate with that. Uh, <laughs> definitely a big bench for sure. Uh, uh, that's the only difference between her and I, right? She bros, she bench less like a bro, but benches big. I'm, I just bench like a bro. Benches like a bro and don't bench yeah. big. <laughs> it, 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 that's, it's nice to see that as True. a junior. And like you said, 21, right. Uh, was, she has like two years more, right. Uh, in the junior class and I didn't actually realize uh, I mean this might be jumping the gun a little bit early that uh, Megan Lee Smith is no longer a junior because the last time I she was like competing in the junior and I guess like 2020 basically didn't exist and everybody just got a year older right and <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was actually like r- really hoping to see like Dana and like Me- Dana Me- and Megan so duke yeah. it out yeah. and once again it's interesting because they're both uh, phenomenal strong lifters and they also have experienced coaches behind them which is uh, Dana's coach by Rory and uh, um, Megan is by uh, James Schroeder so like I said experienced coaches 
they know how to play the game, they know how to call the numbers, it's going to be, like I said, very interesting to watch. And, I mean, Megan Lee is also a former uh, junior world champ, Phenomenal right? lifter, yeah. And she recently moved up, but we'll probably talk about that after. But yeah, like you said, Dana, definitely somebody to watch. Yeah, I think, um, like, just going back to Dana, I look at Dana and I'm like, you're going to do some good shit at 57. Because she's like pretty tall. Because she does a lot of fairly, oh, I say this, aggressive weight cuts down to 52. I think it's just sort of going on her sort of her story. She's like very into like the whole macro meal prep thing now is is being just making sure that the weight cut goes smoothly. And um, and Dana, if you're listening to this next year, go up. (laughs) I mean, I'm just like, from a selfish point of view, I'm like, Let's see what you can bench at 57. Like, Hundy yeah, nice. Plus, surely. Andy, yeah, surely, Hundy yeah. Plus. Which would be pretty fucking cool, which I think would also probably be a national record. Yeah. It w- yeah, it would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it would be. EV's 57 record. Yeah, EV's 57 records. Yeah, 96 and a half, mm-hmm. um, which she's probably going to beat, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but also on the juniors, um, just the other one there that I would be keeping an eye on would be in the 69 division, which is Elsie Petrie-Taylor against Veronica Manning. Um, yeah, I tried a little bit of research on Elsie, but she was uh, private, so there's not much I can really say on her. But she comes in with a total of 12 and a half kilos above Veronica. But Veronica's total is like, I think this total here actually that's down is from her competition at 63. So since then she's had... Uh, she's done a bodybuilding show and she's kind of bouncing back into powerlifting and um, she's by the looks of things, actually we'll catch up with her this weekend, but um, she's been full sending pretty hard. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And I think like the coolest thing about that battle will be the fact that both those ladies have a pretty gnarly deadlift with mm. Elsie coming in at 175 and Veronica at uh, 170.5. Yeah, those think, are pretty ridiculous deadlifts, right? The two yeah. junior 69s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I think the standard set for that at the moment, because these are this is a new weight class, is 160. So they'll both have the chip there <laughs> to kind of work with as they go up. And yeah, as they go up. It'll be cool. That'll be definitely a cool one to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah and you've also seen Zoe Perkins moving up from the sub-juniors. Into juniors. Oh, true. She's finally not a sub junior anymore. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand's best sub junior last year. So moving up into the juniors. Oh, yeah. Also, like Run best newcomer or something like that, or somebody to like watch for, right? Most promising. Yeah, most promising. Yeah, most promising so, thing. She won that last yeah. year, I believe. Was it? Yeah. Pretty yep. sure. Yeah, I think um, I think she'll put up a good performance. She always does. I think mm-hmm. just. Confidence is a big thing for her, eh? so if she comes in confident, then she's going to perform well. Um, all right, going into the junior men there. So a couple of things to consider here. I'll kind of work my way through it. Oh, sorry, we'll work our way through it. Just talking about myself here, it's a bit selfish. Um, but we have the luxury in this junior division, if I was just to jump ahead, Actually, I won't. I'll come back a little bit. Sorry, I'll, I'll go in um, chronological order here. So probably the first notable competition of the juniors would be the 74 division, which is also going to be Kedrick versus Jason, um, with oh. Kedrick handling Kazu. 
Kazu Saito and myself handling Keenan, Keenan Chung. So those two were basically neck and neck at regionals. And the only reason, well, I shouldn't say that, but one of the reasons why Kazu lost by two and a half kilos was because he opted to go for a deadlift record as opposed to beating Keenan. So mm. they are very, very evenly matched. And uh, basically my game day experience is going to win it because Kedrick <laughs> is trapped. Oh. oh, shots fired already. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll just oh. probably. I'm going to, oi, Kedrick, I'm going to write on your sheet again like I did last year. Fuck with your numbers. I, I think <laughs> isn't, the biggest, isn't the biggest thing the water cut? Isn't that going to be the biggest Yeah, isn't some water cutting like pretty. Ah, pretty so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, you. I, I don't know whether you want to disclose their their traveling situation on what uh on how uh younger lifters tend to plan their travels and <laughs> not really think about things like that. So not sure if you want to disclose that, but yeah, don't want to be water cutting uh on on the flight if you can, mate. <laughs> Let's just say if there's fog or I don't know lightning or snow, then Josh Stoddard is probably going to win. <laughs> <laughs> because they're both coming on the same flight. That's probably. I was showing up the same flight at ten thirty in the morning when the weigh-in is at. I could tell you because I've got it as twelve my background. Twelve. 12. Yeah, it's well, on the sheet, mate. Twelve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is true. It's team anime. Yeah, they'll be yeah, fine. They'll probably anime. do some anime like jutsu and something and and teleport if <laughs> even if there's fog. So probably. They, they they'll probably be 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 all good. And who knows? They might do like a fusion Dragon Ball thing on 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 the platform <laughs> on, on the flight. <laughs> team anime coming in yeah. strong and like very um, very yeah. in the juniors so especially. I, but it, it should be good. Like I think I think it's going to be really evenly matched. Kenan will out squat Kazu. Um, I think that's pretty obvious. Their bench is similar and Kazu's bench is getting better. So I expect them both to bench roughly like between that 140 to 145 mark. And then did, uh, the deadlift, Kazu has a bit of deadlift. So it's going to be just a case of like us putting on the right number for Keenan and just uh, trying to make Kazu miss. Yeah. And I think something to take note of, like the advantage is probably going to be a, at least right now, favoring Jason because uh, Jason coaches Keenan like but whereas I don't right so I'm doing like uh, my mate Kobe Sousa uh, his coach uh, helping him out because Kobe would not be there at national so I'm handling Kazu on behalf of uh, uh, his coach so yeah uh, definitely I mean I would think that communication prior communication and watching the lifter lift frequently as what Jason has probably been doing, hopefully, if he's a good coach, uh, would give him that advantage. Ooh, shot fire, shots fired back at you. <laughs> back at, but yeah, I, 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 I definitely I definitely agree. Good good uh first good matchup to watch in the uh day two. Yeah, I agree. Um so we'll jump forward if you guys don't mind. It'll come back to Mahaki in a bit. But um I don't know, like this this here, so I'm looking at the 93 class, uh, the 93 junior class that is. This is the first thing that popped out to me when I looked at the nominations and I was like, holy fuck, this is very evenly matched. And we've got one, two, three, four, five, six guys who are pretty new to the sport and they're all coming up real fast. So I'm like, to me, and this is like my weight class, I'm like, this is a mouthwatering <laughs> matchup. And it, I think like, I think like, if you were to pick out one session that you're going to sit down and watch, this would be a good one because there's going to be a lot of unknowns here. 
and it's just mm. like guys on the come up and who the fuck knows what they're going to do. They're young. They don't care. They just put <laughs> things they, on the bar and they're just lifted. Yeah. They're just going to be willing to go at it. And I, I really hope that they do. Um, so just to give a bit of an overview, we've got, like I said, f- six guys in the running. Um, the, the pretty strong favorite would be Matt Silby from, I think he's trains in Dunedin, if I'm not mistaken, or he's from Southern anyway, with who comes in with a 705 total. And that total is from his second competition, if I'm not mistaken, or first. I think he's done a novice comp that's not actually on open powerlifting. Um, but first or second comp, regardless, like crazy total, 300 kilo deadlift. I think he's probably the front runner. Um, funnily enough, I stumbled across this guy on Instagram like a couple of years back and I was like, someone I guess trained with him or something and I was like who the fuck is this guy because he was like pulling ridiculous weights and squatting ridiculous weights and I think he's only like 20 now so he at the time he would have been about 18 um so I'm just genuinely excited to see him lift and just kind of see how he goes about things um and then probably my second bet there or my close like my my call for the close second would be Heath. Um, if you guys recall last year, him, Heath, that is, had a really good fight with another guy called Bede Alexander in the 93 sub-juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Heath's first year up in the, in the junior division. And like he comes in with a nominated total of 662.5, which is from... Uh, the NZI at the start of the year, but he did a bit of a testing day not long ago and he totaled 702.5 in the gym or I'm not sure if that was across one day or across the week, but I mean, that's pretty fucking close to what Matt has done in competition. And Heath is a very impressive lifter. I think he has a wonderful future at 105 at some point because he's about six foot 20. He's so tall. He's a big yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, this is going to be pretty cool. So I think it'll be very close between Heath and Matt. We also have um, Munyaka, I think his name is, or either McDonald. I don't know if I've, I think that's around the wrong way. But either way, he's a very strong deadlifter and bencher from uh, Canterbury. Similar scenario. He's done like one or two competitions, a very, very raw, rough around the edges style of lifter. So bit of a wild card for sure but he does come in with a 685 kilo um, nominated total which is going to be interesting and then um of course you have dylan carroll who's been in the scene for a while i think first kind of came through in 2018 nationals and since then he's been a pretty big force in the 93s dylan's problem is he doesn't execute on the day he knows that we know that everybody knows that if he can execute he will be giving those guys a run for first place no doubt in my mind but he needs to execute and I think, you know, he was actively working towards that in training. So let's see if he can put that together on the platform. I think he had a, a, a bit of a a bit of an issue there with a, a quad or something. So I don't know if that's still affecting him or not. Um, but he's got the strength to do it. It's just whether he can pull it together on the day. Um, and I'll just finish this off and then I'll let you guys talk. Sorry, I'm talking too much. <laughs> um, but I, I'm very excited for this class. I think it's going to be awesome. And then we also have Raynan, who's an Auckland lifter. He's coached by Adam Renal um, from Acton. Acton 3. Yeah, Acton, Acton, whatever it is. The protein molecule. 
It is also a gym. Um, he's similar scenario, I think second competition where he totaled 652.5. He's got a good deadlift at 275 there. So who knows? He could put up something pretty good. I'm pretty sure that was a nine for nine performance. And um, I'm very glad that he signed up because I remember talking to him uh, after the competition being like, you've got to do Nats, man. That was a really good performance. And uh, I think uh, he, he seemed to really enjoy uh, North Islands, I think it was. And um, that was his first comp, like first official comp in North Islands, right? This year, I believe. Yeah. I, think I think he did. Hey, I think he did a novice last year. Yeah, he did. I think uh, the, his gym's like um, club comp, I think, at the end of last year. And he did Auckland Cup. I think he did he's, Auckland Cup as well. He's super it? strong. Like he was a real like standout at North Islands. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Definitely. So, yeah, that'll be cool. And then um, also we've got Rafi in there, similar scenario. Actually, you see today he just pulled 272 and a half. So that nominated deadlift of – so, like, that's the cool thing about this class, right? It's like Rafi had, like, a really good performance at – I think it was Auckland's or North Island's or – It was Auckland's. Auckland. I'm getting confused here. Because I remember spotting him, so it definitely was Auckland. Yeah, yeah, you're right, it was. And like since then, like I know he squatted like two fifty plus, which is you know seven and a half kilos over, and he's just deadlifted twelve and a half kilos over. So like you're already looking at like another twenty kilos on his total, mm-hmm. and like all these guys, I would expect to be putting like astronomical amounts on their total. Which was, unlike us old boys, that's just not not going to happen. That's, that's the beauty of juniors, right? They've only just started, so they're still going to get stronger and stronger. Yeah. You know, like you said, Heath hasn't competed since the start of the year, so he's got a long run into this competition. Yeah, this will be the one that you watch and you'll be like, yeah. Yeah. You watch and you'll be like, where the fuck did that come from? (laughs) Yeah, the session, I guess, particularly, the nominations wouldn't really reflect on how interesting the actual day would actually pan out. Yeah, I wouldn't Um, read too much. Yeah, not particularly for this session, like... Um, you know, as as Jason, you've put it, it's everyone's training is sort of just going off the roof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking at their Instagram is kind of like, oof, wish I could make that gains in the last year. But yeah. the, the, the thing <laughs> is, like, years. <laughs> yeah, hard. The thing is, is like, True. because they're young, dumb, and eager, like, whoever puts together lifts is going to win this. And like, yeah. It's all very well and good to make gains in the gym, but can you do it on the can platform? Can you do it on the platform? Like there's pressure here for these guys to actually show up and do it. You know, training could look great, but doing it on the platform is one thing. You know, maybe you've got to wait. That's the fun bit. Travel. Maybe this is the first time these guys have traveled. You know, it doesn't affect everyone, but, you know, it's not something like a couple of hours flight, but some people, you know, not being in their own bed the night before or having to do that plus weight cutting, who knows? So mm. it's going to be a, a very interesting one. I'm, as you can tell, I'm pretty excited for it. So. Mm. A lot of uh, a lot of guys that I certainly hope stick with it and also end up um, competing in the Opens one day because we already have a very good 93-kilo class and uh, this would only make it that much better. Definitely. Yeah, 100% agree. Uh, very, very, very close. Everything's tight. Yeah. Like I said, the junior gains, they come quick and uh, <laughs> just, yeah, really, really excited to see how all of them, like, knock it out i know like if i'm not mistaken like dylan's best bench is unfortunately the only probably the only bench attempt he made in his pre- like all his previous competitions right uh yeah i think so. so and he has been looking 
to actually like work he has been working on his bench press at least on his instagram so hopefully with more like bench attempts made right and being a quite a big bencher i mean even if we take let's just say he, the 175 is the, his opener and he only made his opener and missed his second and third for the past couple of competitions 175 is still the highest bench press in the current nomination right so if you can put on a couple of uh a kilos on that by making more attempts right that would uh blast his subtotal up and i mean just put him in a much better position yeah, put him to, in a know, much better position you the, know like the podium, if you, for sure. somebody slips up you know you can just pull right and uh being i think one of the benefits of like being not nominated that high is that people might just not notice you and then you can like slip with slip in between the cracks if someone just slips up so uh yeah like i said dylan has been quite a big force uh ever since he uh the 2018 nationals which i yeah and yeah 2018 nationals and now hopefully he has the meat he wants and finally perfect meat dylan yeah put it up that's what we're all asking yeah i mean if he (laughs) he can bench like what he's capable of and like what he's done in the gym you know like 190 200 even like he's well within the mix with these guys um yeah just to round it off like dylan is 20 Rafi's 19 Raynan's 21 heath's 18 mcdonald's 22 and matt sylvie is 19 well this is this is at their last competition so just let that sit in for a bit i'd rather not think about that <laughs> let's Thanks. move on because the age, the age, the age is catching up to me <laughs> i'm getting older just sitting here Oh man, um, winds are creaking. Yeah, so I think outside of that, uh, bit of a competition here in flight B of that session with Quinton Dickerson Gillett and Ben Coker, also newbies, um, within two and a half kilos of each other in the total. So that third place battle looks pretty spicy as well, based on the <laughs> nominations. Oh, yeah, and third place would be good too between Adam Thompson and Sean King. Um, the rotating squad of Sean King. Actually, I did kind of miss that one. That's actually going to be really close. Even the last guy's within... Yeah, they're just within five kilos. So it's kind of, I guess, that whole situation again where... And it seems like all of their numbers, same same nominated squat bench is pretty much seven and a half kilos difference with the deadlift within like 10 kilos between each other. I think it's that classic case of go eight for eight and then pull for the win <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, it's... That'll be podium. Yeah. yeah. It's basically oh, everybody podium, sorry, in yeah. that flight in the one oh five will be fighting for a medal, which is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah that'll be pretty cool. good. Yeah. Makes it way more enjoyable, yeah. right? Way like more. Anybody yeah. can win a medal. It's like, wow. It's pretty good. And then to round out the juniors got you've got Terry there. So it's always fun to, he, to watch. Always some like, good so always good energy when Terry's yeah. lifting. Yeah, I kinda wish he was actually going up against Seb because I think they both push each other nicely, but especially on the deadlift. Yeah. Both monstrous deadlifters and would be would have been a good matchup there yeah. if he had not stuck with the juniors, of course. Why not? Like, he's just good to watch. He's just, you know, he's he brings the energy. He brings, he brings the, the energy. Excitement. Yeah. He brings, you know, like not, you know, everything he's, that you want from a power. He's just run. a fucking cool dude. Yeah. yeah pretty much. You get to see him absolutely crush John when he comes off the platform. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully he doesn't crush John too much. Till it affects his John's performance. Crush, crush John, crush John. So we have a chance. <laughs> uh, the thing is, like with Terry, is like his deadlift gets a lot of like recognition, but his bench is insane. Like he's benched two forty the other day. His like comes in with a nominated bench of two thirty, 
and like that's pretty up there even like on the international scale especially as a junior so i mean i don't love bench but that's a pretty awesome bench and he man <laughs> does he sink it into his chest that man crushes his sternum and it flies off his chest so look out for that yeah. one and terry also finally pulled 365 right his his golden uh finally achieved his golden egg golden goose i don't know the, the deadlift that he wants right <laughs> after like m- missing a lot of times right because every time he pulls a deadlift i'm looking wet to see if he hits it so i can tag king of the lifts and he finally pulls 365 <laughs> and i tag it finally yeah, it finally happened right <laughs> so uh that, that'll be really really uh, good to watch because if you said uh i I, don't, I have no idea what he's squatting right now but if you said he benched uh 240 and deadlifted 365 that's like 25 kilos up from the nominated total that excluding whatever he squatted and i think something really amazing to consider as well is that being a 120 plus you can basically exclude any potential downsides from weight cutting because you don't weight cut at all so like that's another factor you know people be like ah this guy trains heavy in the gym when he cuts weight he doesn't really maintain all the strength he get but yeah as a 120 plus you know uh, that and he's got a few competitions under his belt as well and i think you know if if he pulls it together and i think riding off that momentum that 365 i think it will probably be a pretty good comfort here, I think. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. He had a, Paul will remember this, he had a, a very um, a very profound learning experience at his first um, his first ever Auckland Champs. 100%. Mm. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing in there that he learns that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. understands yes. that he's got to change things up. So this how is close the- is him and Mahaki then, Jason? Yeah, well, that was... was that's got to be the next part, right? Was- before I, before oh. I go to that, though, um, interesting to note that the... Um, the open record in the bench press is actually 240 set by the great Ruben Samanu. So um, I think well, I might be having a crack at that, which would be pretty damn cool. Um, but anyway, to go off what Paul said, uh, I don't want to give too much away with Mahaki, um, but let's just say Mahaki is a... He's usually... Mahaki's a tall guy. He's a tall, big guy. And he usually comes in about 81 kilos. I have been pestering, because I coach Mahaki, for those of you that don't know. I've been pestering him for years to put some weight on. He promised me that he's going to go to 93 uh, after his junior career, which is after this year. So I'm going to hold him to that. Um, but in the meantime, I've been trying to get him like within weight cutting range as opposed to just rocking up at like 81, 82 kilos. And he's done that. So far, fingers crossed, he holds on to that weight. And I tell you what, training has been looking um, pretty good. I mean, like y- you guys have seen Marky, uh, you've seen him train, you've seen him train with his bloody shirt off. He would post that shit, and he's a physical freak. And I think what we're seeing, what I've been seeing in training, is like him really realize his potential in the eighty-three class. And I think uh, I think he's going to put on a really good show. So. I would be keeping an eye out for that. And I would have my money on him for winning best overall junior. Yeah, I would probably agree there too. Probably agree. I mean, if he's putting on weight, chances are he's making heaps of gains on there. So, would have so put past him. Would have put past him. Uh, 93s coming through then. <laughs> the open 93s and when all the Stop junior now, 93s. Jay, go to the one of fives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like a plan. Yeah. If there's going to be like, basically like three... 
three different flights of 93s next year nationals when the when the juniors move up to 93s well, to be fair they're all like 19 so they're not going to be oh different. i mean we can pass to them to do the open and <laughs> have a big ass flight <laughs> all right should we move on to the open yeah we yep. can yep. yes yep. happy with that so oh actually just real quick uh everyone's picks for best junior i have dana for the female side of things and i have Mahaki for the males. It's hard to go against that. Anyone got a different yeah call there? Just to have a different in opinion, I'll just go for Terry. But yeah, yeah. For, yeah. for the males. So yeah. Terry has the last look at it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically he if he needs to pull whatever, he know you know he will put whatever to and pull whatever, <laughs> even though he was yeah, he will right? he, he will, will do put that. It, you know, so bar. I'm hoping that's that 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 happens and it's just a good show to watch obviously uh b- barring the thought that he doesn't hurt himself right and never wish any lifter to actually get injured in comp yeah. but yeah so i'm gonna go with dana right i think it's quite undisputed for females and, <laughs> the females uh, agree we'll go for uh i'll go for terry for males i'll probably go dana females i think like everyone's kind of talked about it's probably going to be dana uh males as much as i would again agree with jason backing mahaki there obviously jason you coach him so you probably know a lot more context there i would definitely like to see terry pull something out of his ass a really big dip lift to not only take the total uh take the best overall of course but potentially psychologically actually push seb to actually maybe push his deadlift um when it's his turn in the opens as well i think that can be a really good um showing of you know terry showing up to a good motivator yeah good motivator for, for seb to actually put some put a big total on his um on his deadlift as well because i'm kind of getting ahead of myself here obviously he's probably in prime position anyway um in his class seb so obviously he has that opportunity to you know full send as as some would say yeah, he'll want the biggest total of the competition. And yeah. I think that's what he wanted to do last year, and he achieved that because obviously Terry was earlier on in the week. Yeah. He'll so, have another look, and he'll yeah. be like, you know what? I want to total the most. Because so. nominations-wise, they're only seven and a half kilos apart. And, you know, if that's Seb's goal, I think it can be nice, you know, if Terry pulls in, you know, pulls a big one, gets the gets the overall, it might potentially push, push Seb to put even something bigger, which is always good to see. Yeah. Nothing like some big boys lifting big weights. Yeah. One last thing before we go right. to the opens, really quick, just to kind of be like that guy, the devil's advocate, is that if Dana makes weight, most likely she'll win. That is the caveat is if she makes weight, because I know she makes big cuts. So there's just something to add. I'm saying the probability might be 0.01, but uh, you can't rule that out. So just throwing it out there. But yeah, my pick is still Dana. So on to the opens. Yep. All right. So... We've got two lifters in the 52 females. The Opens actually starts on the Thursday Arvo. Um, so we've already mentioned her a little bit, so I won't go on too long, but Megan Lee Smith is the clear front runner there. Uh, alongside her is Susie Premji, who's just coming back after having a young boy, little Zane. Um, so she'll be looking to improve on those numbers that she's got down there. Uh, Susie's a, a very seasoned competitor. And her total there of 355 is 
nowhere near her best. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's closer to 370-odd. Um, but Megan Lee's training has been looking fucking outstanding. Um, her bests are 145, 70, and 160. Didn't she recently, like, did lift, like, 150 for a triple or double? I yeah. can't remember. So, but So her bests are 145, 70, and 160. And in training, she's done 153. 77.5 and 175. So like 15 on the, the deadlift, seven and a half on the bench and eight on the, on the squat. So look, <laughs> look for her to like absolutely decimate that total that she has there at 367.5. I mean, she's gone up from 47, which fucking good on her because it's clearly shown in her training. And I'm pretty excited to see what she can do. I know, I think like it was NZI this year, like she didn't have exactly the meat that she wanted to have, but since then she's really done a good job of turning it around. And like, obviously her and Schroeder have been working hard to kind of figure out the, the formula there and whatever they're doing, it seems to be working. So I'm pretty excited for that one. And um, she'll be up there with like the best overall. I mean, I think she'll be, uh, she'll be in second, but she'll uh, put up a pretty uh, damn good, pretty good fight. Up. Yeah. Against Evie, I would, I would say in there for sure. Yeah. So that, that'll be cool. Yep. Um, I mean, one seventy five as a fifty two, and she probably way under fifty two. Like that's yeah. I think I'm pretty sure she's way under. Yeah, it's good she's taken that advantage of not having worlds this year and just going up a weight class. You know, mm. taking mm. that pressure off her so she can just get stronger. I mean, and not worry yeah, about. That, I mean, so. it's about time she moves up anyway. Like I, as the uh, resident weight cutting guy, I think anybody in that as a junior would you probably can't stay in that weight class forever especially when you go to the open you might actually be like shortchanging your own gains anyway but uh not to draw the conversation about scientific stuff and weight cutting because that's all boring uh Susie's best total is 377.5 uh, pre-pregnancy I thought it was. right so uh and i know that she'll be looking to put up a good fight uh because uh, her personal goal is to total 400 as a 52 uh and i think that every competition she does uh now post-pregnancy she'll be inching towards that goal person like her personal goal and like just because the nominated total is 355 right i it's like not something to sleep on like at the end of the day like i said megan lee uh coached by Schroeder, right uh susie uh is being handled by uh, eric helms so both pretty experienced if any like slip up were to happen and yeah susie might just sneak from the back you know right it's yeah, it's also important to know that 355 is also 22.5 less than what it's Susie a very sandbaggy. It's a very sandbaggy. So for Susie for sure. Yeah, she definitely has more. Don't don't sleep on 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 Susie. Uh, especially considering that she has competed at Worlds as well. So it's not like Megan Lee has an advantage because she's competed at Worlds, but because Susie has as well. So I think, uh, experience wise, right? Uh, the, the the neck and neck. Yeah, I I, I think that this it's the only thing. It's a shame is that Dana, if you're listening, you know, you, sh- you should be here like necking uh it yeah, out with all, all, all three of them. Then yeah, there'll be Duke, a Duke really interesting the there would have been a, a would very have interesting really fight. But show. like I said, these are all like uh our selfish uh our selfish desires to watch to make powerlifting more entertaining. <laughs> Good so but yeah, that's just my, my thoughts on this weight class. Mm, yeah, it'll be good. Uh I mean I think Megan Lee's gonna put on a show, which is kind of due for her. Um but yeah, Susie's definitely gonna be Adding to her total there for sure. Um, so moving on, 
57. Um, yeah, I mean, on a show. speaking of putting on a show yeah. and uh, a one-horse race, obviously this is going to be dominated by Evie Corrigan. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on, on Evie there? And uh, she comes in with a 466 nominated total, which is fourth all-time in the 57s. Um, she's only eight kgs behind the best ever total at 57, according to Open IPF. Um, do you think she's got it? I, I don't. I, I don't think she can be beat. It's been the overall. Obviously, she won't be beat in the 57s. But like her training seems to have been like so good at the moment. I think she squatted. I can't remember what she squatted today, but I saw like, that on Instagram maybe just before it came on. Something like that. Yeah, she squatted one seventy five. I have a lot so. of small punching plates, so I couldn't really yeah. see. And it didn't. And it didn't look. Yeah, not like, Yeah, it didn't even look that like grinding. You know, if you've ever seen Evie really grind out a squat, and, <laughs> um, and the recent squat on on her Instagram today wasn't even that difficult. Yeah. So. I have my money on her, you know, really, really sort of inching to that all-time total, hopefully. Looks um, like 72 or 70, somewhere around there. I'd say 72. I think she squatted 170.5 last yep. week. Yes. It was very comfortable. Yes. Um, it looks so, like 72, 75. So, so with that total there, she's got 170. She benched, like, what did she bench last week? It was something ridiculous. It was... 97 and a half and it was like easy as that was down yeah. at unbreakable mm. shout outs to jen on the spot um but so so that's you know one one kilo on her bench there roughly two and a half we don't really know the, the the load but two and a half to maybe five on the squat she needs eight kilos to do the best ever 57 kilo total is it going to be i, I know it hasn't been that great i would like to say Yes, simply due to the fact that I know that she's going to push the squat and I know she wants the 100 kilo bench. Because we had this conversation yeah. last year when I was handling her for nationals. She said, I want the 100 kilo bench, but I also want a good meat, which is why, uh, yeah, we went 96.5 playing some chips, you know. And I, just for the sake of the sport, I would love to see her push the biggest uh, total as a 57, simply due to the fact that Wolves is happening, right? Obviously, uh, It'll be a good showing yeah. that the winner of Worlds wouldn't have beaten. I mean, it's also good for like, I mean, the <laughs> highest total is currently held by uh, Maria Hiti, right? So, and she's competing at Worlds. So it would be nice to see like, oh, Evie beat her and like Maria Hiti be like, yep. You know. Well, I think it wasn't, mm. they were talking about Evie and I think there's four of them within like six kilos. Yeah, eight kilos. Eight kilos, is it? Seven and a half, I think. Yeah, so Evie will have an eye on sort of like showing off her what her total can 100%. be, and yeah. then you know like her deadlift might not have been not not might not be going as good, but that's probably the one you can get away with coming into a competition. Right? And, and I think we we also have to not you know we also have to consider the fact that you know considering how strong Evie has been, she's actually. You know, at, at the start of the, this year, I think she did more. She transitioned doing a little bit of weightlifting stuff as well. So, you know, if if Worlds is twenty twenty two happens next year, you know, and if Evie does decide to sort of go down that route of saying, "Yeah, like I'm actually going to prep for Worlds if it ever does happen," I think this comp is probably going to be that comp to kind of you know put her name out there and say, "Like, look, I didn't do Worlds this year. You know, you guys can win it." But next year, when the world returns back to normal, um, it's definitely going to be a very, very good uh, comp, particularly for her, if she ever 
does want to go that route. So yeah, like, hey, here's my total. Yeah. Beat it. Beat it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then I'll see you next year, kind of thing. But then again, like just to go off topic, uh That's I'm, right, yeah. I'm very excited to see what Joy Namani does at 57 because she's just like squatting 190 and deadlifting 227 and a half which is fucking ridiculous um also coached by a new zealander so how good um but anyway yeah yeah uh yeah just i think i think evie's gonna dominate but what i'm gonna be looking for is like can she pip that all-time best 57 kilo total because I mean, she doesn't have competition. She's going to win best overall. She's going to win the fifty-seven class. Uh, I mean, don't <clears throat> look past Holly Jenkins. In any other era, <laughs> she's fucking an awesome lifter. She comes in for like, oh, yeah. basically a three eighty total, and she squats one hundred and fifty kilos. Like that's awesome. But like, it's just unfortunate <laughs> that she has to be there alongside Evie. What's well, even the same with like Dana coming through the juniors, mm-hmm. right? Should be dominating every record. Just happened that Evie came through first. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. unfortunate, right? And and yeah, like you said, don't you know? I think we get caught up in the the top people and kind of forget that actually Holly is smoking some big weights, squatting 150. Yeah. Mm. yeah, she's a very very good lifter, and like she's she'll put on a good I mean, show. I would love though. to I mean, see a total like, past 400. So uh, yeah, they, I mean, yeah, so I, yeah for yeah. sure. All right, 63s. 63s. Lead us in, Paul. Uh, you've got in first, you've got Owen. Oh, nominated first, you got Amy Lee Owen, whose training has looked real good. She has looked real strong. Um, I think she squatted 147, which is a nominated squat for a double today. And she did like 95 bench, like five singles or something I just saw before. Uh, then you've got Katie Lynn coming in, nominated second, and Amanda Fox in third. Jolly and Ashley coming in fourth and fifth with the same total nominated. So Amy Lee's just keeps getting stronger, but Katie's a really good lifter and, you know, she trains really hard and and she always performs well in competition. She always goes nine for nine. So uh, I think Amy Lee will definitely, she, her training shows that she's probably in the lead, but we'll have to make all the lifts in order to, you know, take out that win. Mm. Yeah, I think um did you say she benched ninety five for some singles? Pretty sure she yeah, today. She did like five singles at ninety five. Yeah, her bench is just going fucking nuts. She, Crazy. Yeah. Her squat and bench has just been going really well. Well the, the bench the New Zealand bench record at sixty three is ninety four kilos held by Sarah Menzies. So I know she had a crack at that. Well, not obviously not the record, but because it was at the provincials, but she had a crack at 94.5 at um, at Auckland Champs and missed it. I think, can't remember, but I remember being surprised that she missed it. So, I mean, if yep. she would have hit 95 for a whole bunch of singles this week. 95 for five singles today. Yeah. So yeah. I'd say she's looking pretty, pretty good. good for that record. That 94 yeah. kilo record. So that'll be cool. And I mean, she's still. Like if you look at open IPF, she's got about five comps under her belt, but they're all starting from 2020. So she's pretty new. She originally was a GPC lifter. She saw the light pretty quick there. And um, <laughs> she's just been putting on a really, really good show in the NZPF since uh, competed at NZI. And funnily enough, like 
I didn't cut weight for that meet and actually ended up doing better like four or so weeks later at Auckland Champs. So oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit shocked. That was crazy. <laughs> she also had like that ridiculous grind on her deadlift at the NZI. At the NZI. Oh, was a sick grind. It was a huge grind. And just, just at one point, unfortunately for her, but it was a massive grind and awesome lift. Yeah. So she, mm. she, she's a definitely one to keep an eye on. Like still new, still building and, um, yeah, she'll, uh, she, I think she'll she'll win that convincingly. I mean, like you said, Paul, Katie's a very well-established lifter. She's been around as long as you and I have, and uh, she always – well, she doesn't always – I think she's had a, a bit of a, a scrap in the past with an 80-kilo bench, but um, she usually makes a lot of lifts, and she knows, like, where her limits are, so she's going to be putting together a decent total. And, you know, if something goes astronomically wrong, she'll be there, but I think Amy Lee's just uh, really showing up over the last – what are we in the eighth month year of the lot, like pretty much in 2021. So I'm excited to see what she can do there. And she did come third last year. So she'll be uh, hungry for a hungry yeah. for all. She came third. And man, like I think the one good thing, one exciting part of this class will be that third deadlift. You've got 160, 160 and then 157 for Amanda. And Amanda's deadlift is always impressive. Like, Amanda's um, pulled about 180 in the past. Yeah. She's she's also her and Susie are both coming back from having um kids. So the battle of the the mums Mom is, battles is, is continued from North Islands onto uh onto nationals. Yep. Yeah. She's pulled 178 and a half before. So I mean, to be fair, Amanda's totaled 402 in the past and at a lighter body weight. So she might not be quite there yet, but you know, once again, if something goes wrong. Or actually, you know, Katie should be keeping a pretty close eye on her. So it'd be a good fight for second, I think. Mm. Yeah. For sure. All right. So, Kedrick, 69 kilo weight class. Your um, fellow PhD candidate, Alyssa, is going to be definitely throwing her hat in the ring for this one. She comes up against Lungi Fruin. Bit of a, I said someone before, I can't even remember who. It was a bit, oh, I think it was McDonald. A bit rough around the edges. Lungi is definitely rough around the edges. She's unbelievably strong, but she is not consistent at hitting lifts. We if talked about this just before we actually started recording this podcast yeah. thing with myself yeah. and Paul. <laughs> yeah, so if, if she can put together like her numbers there, she's going to have a good total. Um, but what's 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 the go with Alyssa Kedrick? I know she's coming back from a back injury. And she was only able to pull 155 at her last comp. How's um how's she going? She she has been doing really well. I think I I think she pulled 165 this week. Uh wasn't a RP 10, so definitely have some more kilos in the tank. And I also feel like her back hasn't been acting up, so uh we'll definitely be able to see uh some good performance. I think ever since regionals, she has been putting in the hard work. Her bench is progressing really nicely as well. I Really want to see her take a crack at the 100 kilo uh, bench press, right? Which I think is pretty impressive as a 69 kilo lifter. I think that was the stand. Was that the standard set? No, what 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 was the standard set for the 69? Uh, the bench press. Yeah, uh, well, it's actually a set record because uh, Amy competed at 69 in the NZI, so it's 90 kilos is the record. Yep. So, Lisa will be looking to go past that. Yep. So. This is a question to you, right? So obviously, let's say Rochelle competes as a Masters and if she breaks all the records as a Masters, 
does that also carry into the open? So does the open record get updated immediately? Yes. Right. So then, ideally, <laughs> unless someone fucks something up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's Rochelle's nominated at ninety five, so she has the same bench as Alyssa. I do think that uh, that might be a small like spanner, like a, yeah, like basically just uh, a little bit uh, of a how do I say how do I say this just makes it harder because like if Rochelle was to not compete as a first, the records would be slightly lower, and then you can you can play chips right, but now you cannot like play chips on the bench press and we know uh the chips probably matter more when your bench press is lighter right so which is why females in the lower weight class basically just take 2.5 jumps from their first to the second and second to the third even though they know they can't do 2.5 anymore but that's the smallest jump they can take if it's not breaking a record so i do think that uh alisa would do pretty well right like i said i want to see her take a crack at the 100 kilo bench press and that should if she takes uh i think she has bench 97 and a half in uh in training so that's two and a half up from her current nomination and also uh 10 kilos out from a deadlift i think her squat is around there maybe two and a half kilos less so that probably puts her around like maybe at 410 uh i know that langi's total is not the total done in a single comp, right? It's like the best from each competition. So, and as you have mentioned, um, she is kind of rough along the edges, which means that there is a higher probability of her not being able to put up this same nominated total if she cannot replicate it, right? Whereas Alyssa's uh, ability to replicate it is a little bit better, uh, simply due to the fact, I think this is her best best lift this year because last year at the NZI I think she put 185 or something like that or something ridiculous or nationals I don't know she might, Alyssa has pulled something ridiculous before uh, like 185 is her yeah, best so this which was last yeah, that year that was last year so this is Alyssa's best total this year right so I definitely am looking forward you know are you handling uh, it yes I am so yeah I think <laughs> to put it lightly I think that will probably be the biggest advantage that she needs just because, like I said, Lungy's, I don't know, she's just not, like, the way her and her coach approach a competition is not necessarily like, oh, what can we do to put ourselves in the best position to win this? It's like, how can we send it and how can we put on, like, PBs? Um, so I think you guys will be looking for the win. They're probably, like, looking at, looking at the win, like, after the fact, and I think that's going to probably let them down. I mean, I'd love to be proven wrong there, but it's just been the case over and over again. So I can only go off what I know. Yeah, and like I said, never, never sleep on anyone. Uh, I mean, Rose is... I hope you're not sleeping on anyone. No, like... <laughs> well, but... Do not sleep on the the, the competitors. It's going to be cold in Invercargill. It'll be, it will be cold in Invercargill, so I guess, I mean, you and... You and Chung, you are brothers. So. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But I mean, Rose with 388, right? Like, uh, if anybody just messes up, it's always easy to slip between the cracks. So I said, just. Well, Rose is coming up from 63 as yeah. well. So she's going to only add to that total. I mean, she's a pretty seasoned competitor as well. So she might not be making massive progress, but at the same time, she's going yeah, up. You know, you're coming up a weight class. I mean, and she's likely to make, make lifts. Like she will make lifts because she knows how to compete. She probably should um, go to the 76 based on just how tall she is though. 
Yeah, she's, she's, really, she's, she's really tall. She's yeah. so and extremely jacked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. She'll be also coaching, I think, during that session, so that might play a little bit of a factor into it as well. That's a good point. Mm. Does have a couple lifters there, I think. Uh, well, Ash in that first flight as well. Ashley, yeah, sixty nine will be good. It's going to be close. It's only three people, but those are three be close between three of them. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what you like to see. Three, but three kind of close. Yeah, and I think for the seventy six, Jason, you can take it back. We have our friend uh, Jenny D, right? Yeah, deciding having a predicament on whether to go up to the seventy uh, to go down to the seventy six or move up. And I'm not sure how much of uh, the decision was made based on her Instagram poll, but yeah, maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into that. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you post up, like, should I go to 76 or 84? And then one person votes for the one that you want to do. And then you repost it. And you're like, oh, I'm going 84. <laughs> Confirmation bias is great. Yeah. You're like, oh, quickly before someone else votes. <laughs> um, quickly screenshot it. Yeah. 100%, 100% says 84. 100%. Oh, wow. Everyone's so good. Um, no, but so originally we did have, well, I did have slash in the nominations was Nicole, um, who put up a really big total at 76 at North Islands. She's decided to go up, made the right decision there. So it's kind of left Jen in a little bit of a world of her own. She is 42 and a half kilos above the next competitor. Um, Jen, Jen's kind of like made the conscious decision to like not go too crazy in training in the, in the lead into this. She wanted to enjoy training more than anything, which I think is great. And like, funnily enough, training's actually gone pretty well. I kind of bargained with her to push for the last four weeks because we were doing pretty minimal, uh, just like comp lift volume um, over like the first, because she did South Islands to qualify at 76. And since then, like, that first four weeks we kind of took away from doing too much comp lifts and she just uh, spent a bit more time doing accessories and things like that, which she really enjoyed. And I think it actually sparked quite a bit of uh, enjoyment back into training and uh, it actually seems to have carried over quite nicely. So she comes in with a nominated total of 152 and a half on the squat, 90 on the bench and 182 on the deadlift for 425. Mm. And I think she'll be looking to surpass all that and, you know, with a pretty minimal training stimulus, like she only does three times per week. And like I said, we, we pulled it back quite a bit. I think that's pretty good. And I think if anything, it, it speaks to the, like, it speaks to how important enjoying training can be, mm. um, which will be cool to see. So, yeah, I, I also think that's nice just to see her being able to cruise, uh, compared to last year's, uh, nationals where she had to compete with a uh, slightly bumped back and then had to this, pull something crazy you know just on the deadlift right on the last deadlift to get a medal yeah, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. was like broken for the next couple of months uh i used the word broken really really casually so she's just <laughs> just throwing it out there but yeah so it's nice to see her like i said enjoy training right and enjoy training put up a good total have a good meet right like uh even though i would say like to see like her and nicole like duke, duke it, out it out and stuff but like i said for the sake of like both their personal benefit i think nicole i mean you probably cover talk about that later but they both make good choices and yeah i think it's just nice to see jenny compete again right and enjoy training put up good meat compared to last year yeah she's a she's a like she's like don't get me wrong she's a fiery competitor and she'll 
she'll go in and get stuck into it. But, um, you know, she just made that decision. She's like, you know what? I'm not going to go crazy, but I'm going to gonna do my best to, to well, win. Yeah, 100%. She always pulls a good third deadlift, right? She's yeah, always so got that in her. So that's always a good way yeah, to her, put that emphasis her. on the end of a session. Yeah, her Instagram stories yeah. are fun to watch as well. Uh, her, her captains are always funny. So, uh, yeah, you can, you can see. I mean, I'm not saying that she's not training hard. I'm just saying that you can see that she is like enjoying Enjoying training training. when you can actually like yeah once in a while make fun of yourself i think i think it's i think it's important to not take yourself too seriously especially when uh powerlifting isn't really your career main job yeah you know sometimes you've just got to take it back to square one nice plug nice plug nice plug good plug plug. i've been waiting all uh waiting for my (laughs) opportunity this whole podcast you've got chanel here who also will be going that 100 kilo bench, I reckon. I think her training's been going pretty good for the bench press. So yeah, that's, that's going to add another person. You know, that's going to be what? One, two, three, four, five, five in this session going around that 100 kilos, 97 to 100 kilo bench press. Seems pretty crazy for, you know, the female bench press has sort of gone through the roof and the, you know, <laughs> I think like the, like that's one of the things that definitely stuck out to me last year's nationals is how many, how many females we had um, like push over that hundred kilo bench. It's like, it's gone up a lot over the last wee bit, which is really cool to see. I mean, to be fair, all the numbers in general have gone up for the, for the ladies, but at the same time, I think bench is kind of the one that stands out. And I think it's actually progressed even quicker. Well, there's only two, female lifters in this session that bench less than body weight that's pretty pretty you know like that's body weight was like the goal right back back when we sort of started up yeah and now that's like what body weight for reps you know yeah three figures is the the goal now i guess in the 76s probably also mentioned that um casey's not lifting so she's missing from that that weight class 69 okay then she was missing from the 69s then yeah so she is i think you've got two notable omissions there casey o'malley of canterbury who extremely good deadlifter he came second place at 72s last year sorry three notable omissions got casey there um i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but also Hema from the 84s we'll talk about that in a bit and uh, Sarah Menzies, who's decided to take oh, a year. And I mean, well. we also have Amanda Wallstrom, who's back in Sweden now. So that's why yeah, this, yes. that's why the class yeah, is so yeah. thin. Thin, yeah. Yeah, true. So I don't know where Sarah's going, but it could be uh, either be the 63 or the 69 class, hopefully 69. Because 69, of, I think. She was doing some pretty rough cuts, and she's tall. For and she's shredded. At, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Shredder's an understatement. <laughs> All right, should we... Um, should we roll on in chronological order and just go into day four here as opposed to going into the, the final female weight classes? Yep. I think that would be a smart move. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good idea. It's because I know like everyone will be following along with the nominations. <laughs> print print out. We should have we should have had the disclaimer. Print out the nominations. We'll, print out the we'll put it in the show notes. That's what all the famous podcasters say. <laughs> oh, yes. It's in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> oh, we'll link, okay, we'll link our the Instagram bios. Thank you. We'll link the Google <laughs> I um I spoke earlier, so to move on to Friday here, I spoke earlier about the 93 class being probably the one that jumped out to me the most, but 
The 59 kilo class is the one that surprised me the most. Small man. Firstly, yeah, Chung fucking throwing his hands up in the air for those of you that can't see. Um, firstly, like we have five 59 kilo lifters, which is kind of crazy. And secondly, we have like three who are actually in a good battle here. They are classic 59 kilo lifters with somewhat poverty benches and massive deadlifts. And it's going to be pretty close. We've got Jose Flores in pole position there with a 470 kilo nominated total. Second place, we have last year's winner and national deadlift record holder, Michael Murray. And in third place, we have Prashanth, um, who also has, I mean, I say, you know, it's funny because I say Michael holds the, um, the New Zealand deadlift record, but Jose and Prashanth have also deadlifted, sorry, have both deadlifted more over the record competition yeah. this year. So both coming in with a deadlift of 215 kilos. So, I mean, like looking at it and I, you know, I kind of did a little bit of research on these guys uh, coming into this and Jose looks really good. I mean, the advantage here, right, is like because it's such a small weight class, he is already under. I think he came in at about 56, nine or somewhere around there. So for him to come into this not having to cut plus potentially also filling out the class, I think that just, and I mean, he's already got the highest nominated total. I think that puts him at a huge advantage. But then again, you know, he's new to the sport. Who knows what, you know, how on the day itself. Yeah. yeah, Who knows how he'll go at his first nationals, but yeah, it'll be good. And I think we'll expect to see the, um, the total record, which is, you should know this Chung. This is your ex weight class. (laughs) Oh, Two, yeah, I think that's by Ali, I believe. Yeah, that is by Ali yeah. from uh, Nationals. Twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. There we go. Um, so, yeah, expect to see that broken. And I don't know. I, I um, I think Jose is looking pretty good there. Those other guys. I, I think Michael's been a little bit injured as of late, just from what I can see on the on the grams. Um, so and and I think Prashant's just probably a little bit behind on the bench and squat. But um, yeah. look for in, some... saying, in saying that, I think Prasant has been pushing his squat a fair bit. I think just sort of going back to what Kedrick would probably say is don't sleep on anyone. <laughs> um, so, yeah. you know, if, like you said, if Jose there is coming in with a little bit of nerves, you know, and his squat doesn't go the way he wants it to go, um, you know, given this, obviously his nominator is 162, who knows what happens on the day um, very, very easily there. Um, given that we know how long Prasad's arms are. Bro, honestly, definitely be, the long boys in this one. Can definitely be arms. sort of just basically just putting weight on the bar and pulling for the win. Because from my memory in training, um, I know that he has pulled more than 215, even though 215 is his max in comp. And it was yeah, it's the pull about four inches off the ground. Yeah, basically. Oh, they're all like that. And con- conventional um, as well. And conventional, real men deadlift, as they would say. And uh I think that yeah, you know, the two fifteen that he did was from Auckland's, I think, and that was real conservative. So yeah. it'll be, yeah, good, it'll be, it'll be a good scrap there, I think, for the deadlift record. Probably I worth think. probably worth noting that Jose is coached by Brett Gibbs, so that's gonna help. And you know, obviously Brett's been on the biggest of stages, so he'll be there and he'll be calming him down and making sure that he does all the right things. Mm. But yeah, and like pretty cool way. Eh? I mean, 
Wait, how many? How Ooh, many? Have five, back, back when, back when, all I need to do is make my openers to actually get gold. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like when you competed at fifty nine, was there anyone else? Yeah? No, <laughs> it was yeah. just me. Yeah. All I need to do is make my openers. I was like, I mean, so- from my rugby league background, fifty nine kilo men. Come on, <laughs> put some weight on. Five. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So anyway, moving into moving into the kind of what could have been weight yeah, class, uh, sure. the 66 kilos, which is going to run in the same session as the 59s. We have uh, obviously Chung in this, in this flight. How, how's your training going, mate? Oof, I mean, everyone's been asking, <laughs> Dude and Ali's been asking me that. I'm like, it's not been the best, but I'm not missing lifts. So that's what you want from training. <laughs> How are you, how um, you feeling going to the comp though? Honestly, overall, I actually had a thought about this and I looked at the nominations and obviously being on Instagram, stalking other people, but just putting, putting I guess, you know, just looking at the numbers, I think it's going to come down to, and I hate to use this word, experience on the day itself and how well, you know, Judah, myself and Ali handle ourselves. Because yeah. um, looking at the nominations here, yeah, you know, it's, 537, 537, obviously not disregarding John, but let's be honest, you're definitely going to get first. <laughs> but looking at second and third place, Judah and myself are basically the same on nominations. But looking how looking at how Ali's training has been, particularly on his squat, I think he squat like 185 for five the other day or like for reps, I reckon. Um, so, you know, if we kind of factor into that, it's funnily enough, it's going to come down to yeah, whoever makes more lifts, bench, no one can really afford to miss a lift there. And I know historically Ali isn't, you know, as good on the bench. But then Druda, obviously, being the bigger deadlift as he is, is going to have the last say. So, mm. yeah, I mean. 232. Yeah, I think mm. he I think he pulled like 230 this week or something. I, I don't know. But he's, he's, like last year he competed at 74. Eh? So yeah. So he might be doing a water cut. I think he's still being handled by Brett as well. Yeah, uh, I, I would assume. So yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably put Ali in second and myself third. But the big caveat there is knowing that Druda is able to pull, which will probably realistically again pushing me out and taking second and Ali third. It'll really come down to Druda making. Uh, going six for six and just pushing both of us out of, of that second position on his deadlift, I would think. What a humble guy. Yeah, yeah I think, trying. you know, you can't wait. it's a bit of a cliche about making lifts matters and that's kind of what you want, right? You want yeah. it down to the actual sport of powerlifting and making sure that you do get the correct lift. So now Ali has troubles with his bench. He's always, you know, he's always had trouble. He misses a couple yeah, yeah I think I think like from my memory he he gets really long calls and if I guess if you're listening to this Ali I'm sure you've remedied this like his arms never gets locked out yeah I think that was like a big thing last year at nationals I think yeah and he actually had his fingers outside the rings last year yeah because it was the first time I'd ever seen it happen <laughs> I was like, yeah but I know that he's been training to get strength lately with the boys down there so I'm sure a lot of that I would keep uh, him on. Te- technical stuff has been cleaned up and yeah, like I said, his training as squat particularly has been looking phenomenal. Like I don't know, like he, I think he's finally injury free, and like, he, he can actually squat now, which is pretty pretty 
crazy. Mm, that'd be good. That's a very good point. Actually, he has. I think since he last competed, they transitioned to training at GS. So, you know, we see that <laughs> that would definitely benefit from a comspec perspective. Yeah, it gives a lot of people benefit. I think even just from an environmental perspective, because from memory, he was training at home. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I think also worth noting there, like obviously Will competing out of the junior division, uh, he could have been in the mix there like he was last year. Yep. He'll probably be totaling around what you guys would be totaling, which is, uh, you know, cool to think, but I think he just wants to, um, you know, wrap up that. I think junior this is last year's a juniors, I believe. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Take that junior title. Yeah, exactly. So be interesting to see how he goes. And of course, like Chung already mentioned, uh, John Strachan is uh, like he, so John, if you don't know, which you probably all do, but I'm going to say it anyway, John is, was a very, very well-established 70. Well, actually, John's just a generally well-established lifter. He's been doing it since he was 13. I think he's like 30-odd now, so at least 17, 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, started off equipped, and you know he runs Get Strength and, as Kedrick said, coaches half of New Zealand. So he had a really good run at 74 back in 2018. Since then, he'd taken a bit of time away from the sport. And really refocus himself, I think, by going down to 66 slash running away from Chris Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> but I think um, I think since then, like, I know originally when he was at 66, he was doing a whole bunch of other exercise, like running and things like that to kind of keep his weight down. Uh, he, you know, he'd, he put up a couple of token totals, like he did uh, the, the Get Strength Comp at the end of last year at 66, just to see what it was like making weight. And then he did a pretty conservative meet at North Islands. And then kind of since then, when he's kind of pulled it back yeah, and really his focused. His training has been. He's really applied. What ridiculous. I can see, like I actually haven't had a yarn with him for a while, but he's really applied himself to this. And I think it kind of speaks to also letting your weight kind of stabilize at a new weight class and kind of getting used to it again. For all I know, he mean, he could be back up to 74 <laughs> looking to cut eight kilos. But I think like, his numbers have gone fucking mental since um, since North Islands. I think he totaled 580 at North Islands, and just this past week he's totaled in training 642.5. So that's 62.5 kilos on what he did at North Islands. So I think we're really seeing him like realize his potential at 66, and if he gets it right and he pulls it all together, he looks pretty good to take the total record at 642.5, the squat record at 225, and he just squatted 227 today, and the deadlift record, which is 255.5, and he took pulled 270 the other day. So, yeah, it's cool. Right. I mean, anytime that John's going good, like NZPF is going good because I think he's such a profound figure in the sport. 100%. Yep, I agree. I was looking at training, like, yep, he's probably going to out-total the 74s. Yep. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just really curious about his weight. I know that he can do insane cuts, and We've all seen yeah. his um his insane regains and, and cuts the, 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 on his. Instagram. The thing with John is that he's a very like he's like a 3D lifter in the sense that to see how big he is, you need to see him from 3D. If you look from him from the front, he looked like he almost doesn't lift, right? Because like John is like <laughs> thick, right? So whether he's 74 mm. or 83 from the front, he probably looks the same. Would you all yeah. agree, right? Like, but yeah. when he yeah. look from the side and he like takes his clothes off, then you can see, man, this guy is like dense and like thick. But from the fridge. front, 
he yeah probably looks the same at 60 66 74 and i i don't know maybe even heavier but uh which is why i really cannot tell what weight he is right now but his training has been going insane and like i'm really looking forward to see him put up something mean because like you mentioned jason i think i was there in 2018 worlds i think he got fifth place or something in the 74 class uh Yes, it was fifth, I think, or fourth even. I yeah. think it was fourth. Yeah, it was fourth. Yeah, yeah he came in fourth just behind uh, Clinton, Clinton yeah. Lee. So, so yeah, I, I, I think it's mean, right? So definitely something to to, to keep an eye on. I mean, it's like I say, it's a shame that Viv is not here, right? It'd be nice to see mm, them very unfortunate. go head-to-head, especially considering the fact John, is, John coaches <laughs> Viv. <laughs> <laughs> they always have really good yeah bats. so and yeah they have like insane bats and it 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 would also be like a nice dynamic to see just how they like handle that right <laughs> I, I mean Viv will probably get Gary or some of his mates to handle him but yeah it's, it's just like fun it's like yeah John has like I, yeah. I I have the secret knowledge to all your lifting and all and all of that so you know <laughs> I know what you do I know how to be yeah it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Franco Columbu you know the, the, the rivalry yes. is like oh yeah you know I would I know how to beat you blah 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 but so, but yeah so John uh, not this yeah, year not this year unfortunately not maybe this next year, year but yeah gonna be an exciting uh, class to watch obviously for the medals and just see how the crazy total John will put up and mm-hmm. yeah on to the 74 class which John decided to run away from and unfortunately <laughs> now it's wide open <laughs> kind of reminds me a little bit of the the 2018 worlds where kimberly walford didn't uh compete as a 72 and isabella von eisenberg could finally win the 72 but decides to cut down the weight class right <laughs> yeah. you remember that uh yeah. so yeah this yeah. kind of like reminds me a little of that a bit of that obviously last year in 2019 Sorry, last year, 2020. <laughs> you really did skip 2020. Yeah. I really did. 2020, uh, uh, Nationals, like Chris Kennedy put up an insane total. I mean, he his Auckland meet regionals was way bigger, right? So you will see like the Auckland record at 7.55, but the uh, national record at like 7.20 or something like that. But yeah, so this year uh, with Chris transitioning to more like fighting sport uh real yeah. sports the 74 kilo class is like wide open so yeah uh yeah. so give us um give us your take on it kedrick because you coach ben and gary right so yeah. I, I think you've probably got a little bit of an inside scoop here yeah. um i mean i think looking at it actually it's hard to say because i think ben looks like front runner and he's like as we've said with many people so fucking young and just on the come up. Um, but I know Bala has been going really well. I don't know what Gary's been doing. Um, so yeah, give us your take on that. I, I don't follow EJ. So uh, I, I don't know if you're any of you that follows EJ have any insight. Let, do let me know. But Ben's training has been good, right? Definitely hit a couple of PBs uh, in this block. Uh, he is really young, right? He sh- actually would be competing in the junior class but i felt like i should i spoke to him and said that hey you know this is your opportunity i want you to go into the the, go into the opens right to challenge yourself because i think that if you want to be a a great athlete you have to you need like 
the athlete's mindset as well. So going into the 74 kilo weight class, uh, competing it with the big boys would give you that challenge, right? I want you to be able to know what it's like to push yourself, not forever stay in the juniors that you know you're going to win, right? Uh, that. So yeah, I think he he's looking to put uh, a good amount of uh yeah, good amount of kilos on his total. And definitely uh, his... The, the thing is this, right? It's people always say like, oh yeah, this is your total. And if this person makes like five kilos off his total uh, at nationals, they'd be like, why did this guy only make five kilos off their total? But the fact is that if you're going for... If you if your goal is to win, right? You want to prioritize the, the gold yeah. medal first, which means that you have to make smart attempts, even though uh, it might be... Uh, undershooting what you know you can do. Like when Ben competed in uh Canterbury regionals, he basically just went in. We we didn't have pressure because I, I don't know who e, uh, EJ is. I don't follow him on Instagram. And I didn't know that they were even competing in the same competition. Right. And we, yeah, we just yeah. said Ben just go have a good meet. That was our first meet together. And yeah, he put up a good meet, 617. Uh Bala, right, uh, used to coach Bala. Uh, he he's been looking good. His squats has improved a lot right uh bench has been moving quite well as well i think that he has also i've i don't think he's posted much on, about his deadlift uh but i think all in all uh prior to him taking reins of his own training he was looking really good i think he made the most improvement on his squat so i'm definitely lo- looking forward to see him squatting something big uh and uh as for gary as well i think uh right now like for for Gary, he his personal goal is to hit like six hundred kilos. So I think that is what we are gonna be like aiming towards. Uh, he didn't have the best of meets at Auckland, yeah, and I think that uh, he has like sustained some like some pain and niggles from from then, right? So obviously he has the biggest bench. If I'm one of the biggest bench in this class, right? But so that is something uh, he capitalized on and push a little bit more. And obviously his deadlift is slightly lower compared to the rest, but something to work on for the future. I am thinking that I would definitely back uh, Ben and EJ to go hit to hit. Uh, I don't, because EJ has a really big pull, right? 272.5, that's yeah pretty sick. And like I said, cliche as it may be, right? going for the last pool that that is uh it all boils down to that so ben and ej go head to head i would say that bala probably come third gary come in coming in at the close uh fourth so that is what i think right i have i reckon um i reckon bala will be the one to kind of push ben i like i ej has come down from 83 yep so I think that his pro, like I think he's going to be around there. Um, I mean, I don't fucking follow him or anything, but I've seen him lift over the last couple of years, and I think I think Bella's on the up for sure. As you said, his squat, like that two ten squat, there's going to be nowhere near what he squats. He'll be putting at least ten kilos on that. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think Ben will win. I mean, he's. His training's been just going really, really well. Like just based off his Instagram and stuff. Like he's riding the momentum of well basically just being young <laughs> and strong <laughs> and strong yeah. and it's you know competing in the open class like Kedrick like you said throwing his hat in the ring um, I mean it may be the only time he competes in open so maybe when he actually grows out from the junior class he will be an 83 so 
83. So yeah. this might be That's his probably yeah, only time to compete as a 74 kilo open uh, would be actually competing uh, actually being a junior but competing in the open because I do think he's a tall guy and he's fairly lean and muscly and I do think in the long uh, the long, long term goal would be to gradually move him up but yeah cool um all right 83 kilo weight class what do you think there paul you awake yo i was just actually looking up i was just trying to figure out if because james has that big deadlift i was just trying to work out why that was dj the record because you can see that Ben pulls 253, but I realize Ben's still a junior, right? Yep. So that would be a junior record. Yep, there's a junior record. So, so 83s, um, obviously at the top and by a huge margin is Tim Monaghetti, New Zealand, one of New Zealand's best lifters. And will be, I would say, at the top for best male lifter by the end of it. Um, is it coming in with a nominated 800 kilo total? Obviously, pretty ridiculous. And he he's moved down to the South Island, so he doesn't have to travel quite as much as he as he would have if he was still up in the Waikato and Hamilton. So that might help him out a little bit there too. Getting getting used to the uh, the training stimulus there um, should help him put up a pretty decent total for sure. Yeah. Like being cold as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, your train up in Auckland's fucking warm compared to down there. <laughs> But yeah, looking at it, the, the the real fight is going to be between the next three, which is Jamie Campbell, Joel Larder, and Jack Tan. Joel's total that he's nominated there is he's been squatting high bar, so that squat is down, but the other two are about right. Um, I will, uh, sorry, just to inter- interrupt you there. I will clarify that <clears throat> I did these nominations and I didn't take what people nominated because most people put in the fucking wrong stuff. And I just took it from the last, I think, full year, like their best lifts over the last year. So that's what all those numbers are in case people are wondering why they all of a sudden changed. Yeah, which I think is a good thing because it's kind of, you know, Correct. it's a bit silly to just have random numbers in there, right? Yeah. Makes it more enjoyable doing this. <laughs> True. So I think Jamie sits ahead above Jack and then it'll Jack's uh, squat has looked pretty phenomenal uh, since sort of beginning of this year. He came in with a huge squat at, um, he did Auckland's, right? North Island. North Island, sorry. Uh, and see if that is continuing on. His bench press is where he kind of gets caught up, just not quite up there with the others who are benching in that 160 range. And they all deadlift with a nominated 260. So <laughs> Jamie Campbell sitting in ahead uh nominated what does jamie's um training look like anyone know I don't yeah know. well i tried to know but he hasn't like he, he posts sporadically on his story i saw him post a 150 bench um, which looked pretty easy but i think he had i think he had a, a pretty horrific regional comp but obviously that was long ago those nom- numbers there that he's got up are predominantly from nationals last year so <laughs> Uh, he hasn't posted anything basically in, in a long time, like on his actual page. So uh, he's relatively unknown. It, it could be because things aren't going that well and he doesn't want to post it, or it could be because things are going really well and he wants to kind of keep um, his cards close to his chest. But I think 
I, I mean, Joel's not going to be at those numbers just because he refuses to squat low bar at the moment for some reason. That's Joel, a bit odd. Um, he, he'll, you know, pick up a bit. Of, actually, the other thing there with Joel is he's like, that's from when he was weighing about 86 kilos. And he's like, like 81? 80. Yeah, he's about 80. No, he's less than that. He's about, yeah, 80 odd. Um, he does want to make his way to the 74 at some point, I think. Um, so he's just trying to do that slow and taking his time with it, which is great, but it does affect his total a little bit. So I think it'll be more of a case of Tim obviously decimating the competition um, and then Jamie and uh, Jack, Jack kind of going out after it. Uh, Jack's an interesting one because he's got an epic squat. His bench sucks um, and his deadlift has really good potential, but he can never like lock it out or hold on to it. And I think if he can pull together a, a pull and like, if he can pull together the performance that he knows he can, like he's going to really give Jamie a good run for his money. Unless of course, like Jamie's, like I said, put on some crazy gains since uh, last year's nationals, but it'll be a good one. You know, outside of that, you got Hayden Pritchard coming back. Hayden has kind of jumped back into powerlifting this season. He's a coach for RTS reactive training systems. Um, He was a very well-established 93 kilo lifter held records uh, in that division for many years until Jamie kind of came through those ranks and um, he's just kind of jumped back into it and he's down at 83 because I think he was competing at around 85 for weightlifting. So, I mean, he's probably not going to push those guys, but at the same time, it's really cool to have him um, back, back on the, the uh, back. Yeah. Just back in the back at nationals and, you know, kind of just amongst it again, he um, also has a PhD in tapering. So expect him to come into the comp in very good nick <laughs> and uh, just just quickly before if we before we do move on if we are but bradley and james who are at the bottom are actually both special olympics lifters so at new zealand powerlifting nets we allow special olympics athletes to qualify at a lower rate uh, lower qualifying total in order to compete so it's sort of something that we were able to do to bring those guys into those comp- into the big nationals so they can compete with everyone else. And yeah, so I think it'll be a good time for them for sure. Good experience for them when, like, I think James went to. Would he go to some big competition not that long ago? And I'm sure comps like this really help him out. Um, do you know how many Special Olympics athletes we actually have at this comp pool? Because I think there's two or one or two in the 59s as well. Yeah, I think there's a couple. I'm not 100% sure of the numbers, to be honest. I think it'd be four or five. And then we're missing, um, yeah. uh, should I've forgotten his name, David Bell. Um, oh, yes, yeah. uh, He's not there, which is a little bit unfortunate because he's a gigantic squatter. But yeah, it's always cool to have those guys there. And it's a good experience for them as well. Hmm. Um, all right, 93s. Woo! You coach most I of just the- take the coach half of this bloody fight. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm gl- kind of glad. I actually have 10 people on this day. And I was originally going to compete on this day as well. And I'm like kind of glad that I just chose not to slash my hip, decided not to let me. Um, yeah, what a pussy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 93 kilo weight class. I will say original uh, reaction to this was disappointment. Uh, in the fact that Geordie Kane wasn't there and neither mm-hmm. was Jordan Clout. Um, so both, I mean, Jordan Clout's totaled over 700 and Geordie Kane, I think, came in at around 740-odd. 
at South Island's uh, returning to the platform after ages off, I think, since 2019 Nationals and put together a really good performance and then didn't sign up for Nationals. <laughs> so you I was like, why. massive. Dis- no, no I, I was actually going to message him, but I forgot. <laughs> but um, it would have been really good to see him in there, like duking it out with Lee and Warren. Um, who both come in with a, a nominated total at 750 kilos. But, I mean, first and foremost, Jamie will win this. Um, I think, you know, I was talking, I hope he hears this, but I was talking to, in the gym about this today because I got asked whether Jamie is, you know, if there is a potential for Jamie to lose. I think if, I think Lee has the potential to beat Jamie, right? But I think, it would require him to be at a heavier body weight and have to be at a heavier body weight for a longer period of time. So I think Jamie will win this. You know, if something really bad happens, Lee will be there. Don't get me wrong. And so will Warren. Um, But it doesn't help those guys that Jamie's training is actually looking really good and like the best it has in ages. So Jamie, for those of you that don't know, total 800 at a hundred kilos or roughly around there at NZI. I tried to bully him into going up to 105 because I think, you know, he's been at 93 for a while, but um, his, his partner Ruby doesn't like his snoring around that, that sort of body weight. So, <laughs> so he quickly vetoed that idea uh, maybe, maybe sometime in the future, because he did end up get a CPAP machine, mate. He did end up actually breaking the, uh, the 105 total record, which was pretty cool. Um, but he comes back down. His body weight's actually really good at the moment. It's, it's quite in check. Usually he comes into a competition at around 97-odd kilos and cuts about four kilos going into it. This time around, he's closer to 95 and a half, 96, like on a bad oh, day. It'll be, be a pretty cruisy cut then. Yeah, so for him, it's going to be a very comfortable cut. Um, I know he won't listen to this, so I'll just kind of give you an idea of what he's done. In training, he's... I think he squatted around two. I think the only heaviest thing he did is 282 thus far. And I think the bench has been about 167. Those have all both been very sub-maximal. He, we've been playing around with doing something a little bit different with his programming. And I've talked to Kedrick, Kedrick about this, but I won't go into it because it's like top secret stuff. Um, but he pulled his heaviest deadlift yesterday, uh, which is about three weeks out. Yeah, roughly two and a half maybe. Um and he pulled 320, the easiest I've ever seen him pull 320. Like, it was like, if we were going to go one more week, we'd be putting on like 330. Uh, so I'm pretty excited to see what he can do in the deadlift. His best comp deadlift, like it says 322.5 there, but he did pull 326.5, I think, at um, NZI. So, yeah, we'll see how he goes. I'd like him to go over what he did at NZI at 93. I think that's achievable. But the next few weeks are going to be pretty important and kind of give us an idea of how that goes. Like last year with him, I was a little bit disappointed. He was definitely disappointed. He had a very good prep and things just didn't come together for whatever reason. You'd think maybe the weight cut, but just wasn't quite there. A lot of those really top level lifters last year at Nationals didn't perform. So we're hoping to kind of make make a um, bit of uh, amends for that this year. So that'll be a good one. Um, but yeah, uh, look for him to go around 300 in the squat, 75-ish in the bench press, and we'll see what happens on the deadlift. Um, but outside of that, you've got Lee and Warren there. I haven't seen much from Warren. He rarely posts anyway. But Lee's looking pretty good as well. His body weight's coming back up. I think he's in about 90, 90-odd kilos at the moment. Um, had a little bit of a faux pas with the bench last week, but not too concerned about it. So 
I'd be looking at him to surpass those numbers. And, you know, to be fair, it's going to be pretty close. If, if either of these two guys kind of slip up, then the other one's going to pip them. I mean, last year at Auckland's Warren beat Lee and then, you know, 10 weeks later, Lee beat Warren. So this is almost like round three. And um, it's going to be, uh, you know, what's, what's like a like Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Oh, man, I hope nobody breaks so, nothing, though. Yeah, so hopefully no one breaks their ankle. Hopefully. But, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But it would have been nice, like I said, to have uh, Geordie in there as well. Um, Brandon Mix, yeah. And it's kind I mean, of funny with those two, right, that you've got Lee who's constantly trying to get up the 93. Well, sorry, his coach is trying to get him constantly up to 93. And you've got Warren who sits, you know, well above 93 and has some pretty rough weight cuts. So. I think that was the difference maker at Nationals last year as well, to be honest. Yeah, Warren was having, definitely had a bit of a rough one by the sounds of things going into Nationals last year. Mm. Yeah, and then you got like a, a little bit of a cluster after that between, like, I mean, this, like, I don't want to go too deep, deep into it because we can go on forever, but... <laughs> There is a uh, you know a good cluster around that six six eighty sort of mark with Marius, uh, Robin, and Jono. So and Philip. So look for those guys to um have to, a bit to, of a tussle there. It's a tussle for, for place, which I know they will be, and they'll all be looking to try and get as high on the rankings as possible. And some of those guys will be looking to to tick off seven hundred for the first time. Um, but also in line with <laughs> in line with um. Uh, Hayden Pritchard, another PhD coming back to the game. We have Eric Helms back in the mix. So he's uh, kind of taking it back on to do some powerlifting this year. And um, I don't know, Kedrick, have you talked to him about it? How's he feeling? Like, I mean, I, don't, I, I know he's um, kind of looking to go back to bodybuilding afterwards, but is he is he excited? Yeah, he, he is. I think that his training has been picking up a lot. Uh, going into Auckland regionals he had a slight like uh pack injury and he thought that he yeah couldn't like wouldn't be able to do well but he he did pretty decent uh his squad has improved quite a bit uh from this is based off his instagram uh his bench has improved a lot as well and his pack hasn't been acting up Uh, his deadlift uh I mean, not close to 260, but maybe he just gets a lot from his taper. Uh, but I think training overall has been going really well for, for him. You know, like, if you all follow him on Instagram, if you look at his training, he actually has a very, like, pretty, like, low-volume uh, approach. Like, top set, back offs, and then just, like, increase the back off set by one each week, and then taper, cut it out into half, drop, then repeat, rinse, repeat, you know? And then he just uh, does a whole bunch of, like, bodybuilding stuff. But yeah, everything is... It's good with Eric. Uh, he's been healthy, right? And I think like that is the the most important. So the thing you also, all have to know is that, uh, like I said, they are like seasoned competitors. They 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 have been here, like in like what twenty fifteen or something like that. Twenty fourteen, I think. Both Hayden and both Hayden and Eric would have been at twenty fourteen nets, and so same with Jamie actually. Yeah. Did you know that Jamie has the most raw? I, I well, as far as I can see, and if someone's going to correct me, that'd be great. He has the most raw, um, like open titles out of, or just titles in general. I think actually probably not open, but out of any NZPF lifter, because the Raw Nationals has only been around since twenty thirteen. Yeah, and there you go. 
But yeah, it really will win is the post competition, post down money. Is that what he's really going for? Ooh, yeah, probably. I mean, uh, yeah. Robin I mean, I don't Viss, know. Robin Viss is fucking jacked. Uh, no. Lee and Warren are pretty jacked. Dude. <laughs> Bro, this Robin dude, you should see his the quads on the guy. They're fucking huge. Um, let's just say it won't be Angus. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree about George. That. George coming in with the post. George, big Georgie, he'll be in the mix, mate. Shirt off. Come on. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on from that shit. <laughs> Friday, Friday, he'll be good. You know, what? you, know what's, you know what's even better? The fact that I didn't compete would have made it. If I had, it would have made it fifteen people, which would really annoy <laughs> yeah. the organisers. Helping everyone out, and <laughs> and Jason would definitely win the post out. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, doubt it. Um, all right, so going into uh, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night. How good? Six p.m. Bar will be open. Amber's making sure the bar will be open to watch her lifting. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, so first off, we have the eighty fours. We got four lifters in that. This is uh, what I would say would be the tightest female class that there is. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, there. What did we say before? Sixty nine is very close, but the eighty fours is just like. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, can't yeah I, I think so. So we've got for those of you that are unaware, we've got Nicole in. Nominated first from her 76 kilo total at 470 and a half. After her, we have Amber Russell at 458.5. And then after that, we have Claire Noonan. Noonan. Sorry, I don't know how to say that properly. Um, at 458. So Amber and Claire are within 0.5 kilos of each other. And Nicole's got a, a 12 kilo lead there. So, I mean, <sighs> like the way I see it, Nicole's looking very good. She had a very good run into North Islands. Tried to get her back down a little bit, I think, with some help from um, Chung. Decided to, to veto that idea, and she's gone back up to just going through to, going through with 84. I think that's the right decision. Yeah, um, agreed. Last thing we wanted to do was for her to miss weight and then like have to lift as a guest. I think that would really put a dampener on the experience. You know, she kind of came back to lifting this year with the goal of just enjoying it. So I you know, kind of reminded her of that. And I think, you know, that might have mainly might have been a, a bit of a catalyst for her decision. Um, plus, you know, the 84 is, is a bit more of a competitive weight class as opposed to the 76 where it would have been a bit, a bit of a bit of a smoke show there. Even well, if she did in the case of like make a total yeah, and, uh, walk away with it. So I think the allure of uh, PBs as well was, a, was another factor. Um, but anyway, she'll 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 come and she'll squat the house down. I mean, she squatted one ninety and a half at North Islands, and it was comfortable, uh, very comfortable. She always tapers very well with her squat, so I would love to go to two hundred. But I think it's going to be about making a total. Um, on you know, this is really like one of those like uh, competitions where like Nicole has a squat. Amber has yeah. the bench. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, alongside that, Amber's got a ridiculous bench press. You know, she's got a nominated bench there of 116 and a half, but she benched 120 at the NZI, which was pretty comfortable. Um, although she didn't bother to make weight because that wasn't really the idea for the comp. Um, so we're looking for her to go over 120 and regain some some kilos on on the bench press. And then you've got Claire, who doesn't post a lot 
Um, I feel like a lot of people kind of been ghosting Instagram just like in the lead up to this competition, but she's still very new to the sport. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. So that 187, I think, was a second attempt at regionals, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was like, I think I actually wrote it down. So give me one second here. She said, oh, sorry, she didn't say. <laughs> so she put a, like, I think 20 odd kilos in on her deadlift in like a year last year, like going from whatever comp she did to qualify to nationals. And um, she's basically just been gaining at a ridiculous rate of knots. I think actually it was the squat. That was the one that she put on about 20 kilos since nationals last year. Well, since Southern champs last year, is she, it 20? what did she, she squat at nationals last year? 150. And what she's, and then she's 20 and a half gained on that for uh, regionals this year. Yeah, so like, I mean, fucking well, not to mention she started at one twenty-five. <laughs> well, so that's a lot of games. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think, if I'm not mistaken, Claire also does CrossFit. So yeah. I'm assuming like the CrossFit stimulus is coming down, powerlifting stimulus is coming up. So who knows? I think she's the unknown there. She could show up and have like a ridiculously high nominated total based off of openers, but. And she's got the biggest pull. So we'll see. I mean, from my perspective, like I'd be coaching Nicole and Amber and it's all. And I think Nicole will be sort of gunning for the squat record as well. I would think. Yeah. The squat record is 190. So she'll be looking to, 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 to pit that, but more than anything, man, we're going to be looking to build a total. I mean, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. To obviously yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh, I mean, I think she'll probably pit that maybe even on a second, but, um, yeah, like for those two, it'll be a case, and they pull very similar. It'll be a case of building the subtotal and just doing what they can to kind of fend off clear. You've got the ultimate subtotal warriors in those two. Yeah, I yeah, mean, really. if both these girls go, sorry, all three of these girls go six for six, it's going to be fucking game on. Yeah, 100%. It, mm. I definitely think, yeah, that, that's going to be the real key, right? And yeah. Probably one part is that that bench press is always a tough one to get just the right amount of kilos out of it. And Amber's got that advantage of chipping, right? And then Nicole can chip the squat. And, you know, that's probably where Claire loses out because that deadlift is 205 is the record. So potentially she's put that much on, but, you know, those two are going to have those chips. That that could be definitely big in in the end, right? Yeah, that's a very good point. Thanks for reminding me about that. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll be one to watch. I think Claire's bench, unless it's gone up heaps, will kind of hold it back just a little bit. Just so, a touch. Yeah. Yeah. Just a touch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so you got eighty-four pluses. Yep. So that's true. That's a pretty tight. Um, eighty-four. I wouldn't read too much into that. The I think it'll be a bit of a bit of the jana show um like her f- jana's 465 total there is based off of like her not i think it's based off of her actually benching 90 something kilos or something like that she seems to be like over the last couple of years always inhibited on one lift so something's always been down and if she can put together like a, a full 
performance, then I think she's, you know, and I mean, her training looks pretty good at the moment. I haven't seen everything. Um, but if she can pull together uh, like a, a full-on performance and, and get all three lifts going, she's going to be pretty good. So like last year at national, she only scored a 180, but she benched 120 and pulled 165. Whereas like regionals this year, she squatted 195, but only benched 80 and pulled 167.5. Whereas in the past, she has pulled 170 and had a crack at 180. So if she can pull it together and have that super meet, then she's going to be looking pretty good. Yeah. Definitely helps. Yeah, like you said, just got to put it all together. And I don't think that bench will be that low. Yeah. After, after yeah. what I've normally seen from her, eighty kilos is like yeah, 40, 45 kilos sub her max. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know much about Maria. Maria's a Northland lifter. I actually coach someone that she trains with, and apparently she's been looking pretty good. I mean, she's got the big pull, and that'll be what she's kind of relying on. Banking on the big pull. I just think Jana's, uh, and you know, Jana won last year. She won the year before. She's got the experience. She's got the the wins under her belt. I think, yeah, I think it'll just be a, a little bit much. Um, Amy will be in the mix as well. Don't count her out. And she's got a yeah. Good. Amy's coming back from a broken hand. Oh, really? hand injury. Yeah, oh. that's, she didn't compete at regionals. So I I know her deadlift's been coming up. I'm pretty sure she deadlifted like one eighty five. That would look real easy. So her sure, training's coming good. back, but yeah, I'm not too sure about the other ones. Mm. Anyway, that'll be a, a good little Friday night session, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that one will get lots of people there having fun. Yeah, because all those like watching densely populated classes will be done by then. Eh? Yeah, all the eighty threes and ninety threes will be well, ready. All, all the eighty threes and ninety threes will be done, and they'll probably just be chilling in the area, getting a bit of food, and then it'll be a good way to definitely finishing. You know, finish off the night session for sure. And I'm sure, the girls will appreciate the. Uh, the hype from the crowd given know. you know just given the fact that it's going to be a little bit of a tight race there with both those classes oh man now i'm excited for that <laughs> right all right on to the last 105 this is your class this first, is... Of all, first of all an 11 a.m start how good is that i'm not happy about that you're not happy I've, I've never competed in the morning Oh, it's 11 a.m. Yes, it's, it's early. It's prime time. <laughs> never competed early, mate. Well, originally it was going to be like nine, and then um, I think it was Amber because we kind of ran through the timetable. She was like, nah, let's just start late on the Saturday. And That's a like, very yes. good call because um, it's a long week, and by that time we'll want to sleep. <laughs> and usually there's, there's a lot involved. Usually there's a social event on the Friday as well. What? Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, all like, the. All the big guys have to go home and everyone else. And does other social on the Friday. <laughs> it's in the cargo, mate. What are you talking about? There'll <laughs> be Airbnbs to populate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, right. what are you seeing there, Paul? Talk us through your class. So, you got Maui, who I, I think will run away with it in the end. Just his squat is just so good um, that he he has all three lifts. You'll see Aaron, who has a big bench and a big deadlift, but doesn't quite have the squat, who's coming nominated in second. And you've got Daniel Yaska, who, from all accounts, his training's gone really well. Um, but his bench drops him down. And But Daniel, you know, he's squatting up towards that 300-kilo mark and deadlifting around there too. So it's going to be a good battle. Aaron just keeps getting stronger and stronger. 
he what did he do that novice comp last year? Was it Jason? Yeah, it was in yeah. um, March in twenty twenty, just before lockdown. And like he's put on, I couldn't even tell you, but it would be a heck of a lot on his um on his total, and he just keeps getting stronger, you know, as he kind of understands um, more and more of this training. I remember is it twenty eighteen the juniors where Maui and Daniel and um, Angus. Angus, Angus and the juniors were going head to head with the squat bench. That was a, yeah, that was a pretty good. Uh, pretty oh, that good was one. such a fucking good flight to watch. It was just like a, yeah. sitting in like that amphitheater, like N twenty eight in Northland. Yeah, was so good, and like those guys were just like breaking records after breaking records. We actually talked about this in the gym tonight as well. Um, it was just such a good session to watch, and it's good to see Daniel back because he was in Melbourne, I think. Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. So it's good to see him back in the fold there. And uh, obviously this year is a bit of a, we'll be missing um, Angus Mackay a little bit, but if I know Angus, I have a sense that he'll be there spotting this session. Yeah. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, actually, I can look, look it up. The volunteer list is out already. So. Um, but he's yeah, he's, he's I, deemed I as one of the uh, safest to have behind you. Oh, yeah. NZ's greatest spotter. Um. But yeah, that'll be a good flight. How are you feeling, Paul? Making your uh, way down there uh, at the the one hundred and five. Yeah, trying out going down the one hundred and five since basically I first started powerlifting. So it's been pretty good. I've been, you know, it's been nice to lose a bit of weight. Um, probably wasn't not uh, now. This training cycle a little heavier, which has helped my training a lot. Um, so I'm looking to definitely put a fair bit on that total um bench especially has been going really well um it's definitely kind of it's going to be close i think between there's a few of us there um sort of luke um myself and liam i think liam's training has gone pretty good so uh i definitely need as many kilos in the bench as humanly possible to keep up with these guys who can all deadlift. <laughs> it just sounds like the, the, the longer and longer this recap goes, the more I hear, I hear it's like bench, 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 bench. And um, <laughs> oh my it's, God. it's ironic because Jason tells me <laughs> he's probably dying inside. It's like, oh, fuck, more bench. <laughs> um, interesting there as well. We'll see Eddie Dawkins in the mix. Yeah. Former Olympic silver medalist. And if you were watching the cycling last night you would have seen him on tvnz going through that just like kind of running sumo through that scotty stevenson that is um through the presentation of that so obviously a actual athlete coming into the fold which is very interesting um (laughs) uh, he is a little bit raw and by a little bit i mean a lot (laughs) he's just had a kid recently as well so I don't. I don't think he'll challenge Maui, but he might. He might challenge top three if everything goes well. He's a big deadlifter, and you would think. Actually, I know he can squat more than that. Like his squat, he had issues with depth, but he squatted upwards of like two sixty five. And um, I mean, he's a fucking Olympic cyclist in, in the sprint. Like he's gonna squat like three hundred kilos one day. He probably already has. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So like, expect that to be a little bit lower than it actually will be on on the day but uh, i think execution will be key for him um also luke there will be looking to pull 300 that's that's going to be an interesting one i will say if you are listening luke please make sure to lock out your uh deadlifts i've been uh 
a little bit concerned about those. Uh, it doesn't look like you need to do much, but just uh, lock it out a little bit more and the judges will be very happy with that. And I think if he can do that, like in all seriousness, he'll be looking to pull well over 300, which will be awesome because he's just jumped up from 93. And I think he seems to be responding quite well to sitting at 105. Um, and looks like probably the nicest guy in all of the NZPF. So I hope he does well. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, like he like said, he's going up from the 93, so he doesn't have to worry about cutting or anything like that. He's just riding the gains at the moment. So it's going to be pretty good. It'll be a really good, you know, like it'll be a good sort of battle in that. I think Maui is too far ahead, but Aaron, Daniel, and uh, Eddie Dawkins will all be right there fighting it out. So it'll be some good scraps there. Sure. Yeah, on, on Maui's performance real quick, he's uh, had a bit of a rough start to the year with a back injury, which really kind of threw him off with his squat and deadlift training, but it's actually really come together quite nicely over the last couple of weeks and actually probably over the last training cycle post-South Islands, and he'll always get up for it on the day, especially when it comes to a national-level event. So I would expect him to to be pushing that 800 mark of all things going go according to plan. Um, it would be the goal anyway with really like no one probably pushing him too hard. Um, so, yeah, I think that'll be good. But anyway, should we move on to uh, the 120 class? Last one of the day. Mm. Yeah, well, it's two classes there, but last flight. Um, Theo and Phil who are equal. Very, very well, basically the exact same total there. So that's definitely always going to be a nice one to watch, especially with the big boys. Um being able to sort of jostle for first place. I'm sure that's going to be quite a sight. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, you got to put your money on Theo, right? He's uh, 20, very young nonetheless. I think, yeah, he was a sub-junior last year. And, like, if you've seen the dude, like, I reckon he is, like, twice my size upstairs and downstairs but his midsection is like smaller than mine so basically he's bigger than me but i'm fatter than him um <laughs> the dude is a physical freak i think he comes from like a i don't want to get too far into myself but i think he comes from like a throwing background um which would make sense because he's like a physical freak and like his numbers are just going up and going up and i mean <sighs> There's, there's there's a lot of guys that we've talked about to keep an eye on, but he's definitely one. If he sticks with it, I mean, 272, 165, and 302 at at age of 19 or 18, like that's fucking ridiculous. So I'd expect him to be putting more on his total there. And he's coached by Brett Gibbs as well. So again, he's going to have a good handler. He's going to have a good game plan. And he's, uh, he's, got, the, um, he's got the athleticism to match it as well. So it'd be interesting to see. I mean, Phil Welsh there, I don't know much about Phil. I think... Like he's come from like a benching background, like bench only background, perhaps. Um, I might be completely wrong with that, but nonetheless, he's on the same total there, so we definitely can't count him out. But you just got to check out the physique of Theo because he's a freak, <laughs> and uh, in in the best way possible. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, anyway, I know we're going on here a little bit, and I'll try and speed this up. But what do you guys think about Seb? What do you think is going to happen? I see pulled three seventy five. I think it was yesterday. And it was um, clean, real clean for him. Yeah. Yeah. I think what he did in, I think it was at North Island. Was that North Island he competed? Yeah. Yes. 
Was the 390.5 that he put on, was that the biggest ever deadlift in New Zealand, irrespective of bar or um, federation? Nah, nah. Um, things pulled 400. Kong, that was on recently, uh, yeah. Kong, yeah. Recently no, Kong the, pulled it at NZ Open, didn't he? The Wolfpack Invitational. But yeah. didn't he do... F- oh, no, what did he do at... Um, the NZ Open NZ last NZ year. Open. Yeah. I think it was 390. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Either way, some big weight's going to go down in the deadlift. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great way to finish off the competition. I'll say it time and time again because every time I look at this this session, I do cry a little bit inside because I would be so happy and just I could I could retire in a very good place. And this would just round out the competition beautifully if we had some of the heavy hitters that world powerlifting have because this would be just such a fucking awesome way to finish out the competition with guys like uh stanley Cochran, stanley um james tavanga uh connor stanfield and Joe like if we had them and seb and uh terry as well like how awesome would that the crowd would just like everyone would come and watch that so I know that's not going to happen, and it's a pipe dream. Um, but well, I think one could it, dream. It's, it's, I think it's just good to note those guys because they are very good, strong, established lifters, and they do compete drug free as well, which is you know kind of aligns with our our values. So I think it'll be great. It'll be good to see Seb put up something awesome. Um, and I think as uh, Chung said before, he'll definitely get a kick up the ass by whatever Terry does. Um, mm. So I think he'll be looking to target that. What 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 is the biggest total so far in New Zealand? Like. In the 120 plus, uh, Joe's. Joe, I think, has totaled 980 something. Because yeah, he squatted three, he squatted 383, which is so much more than what the other guys have been able to do. Yeah, uh, 965.5. Damn, that's bonkers. Yeah, uh, that was 383, 232, 350. So needless to say, it was a bit of a, a loss kind of, um, you know, missing him at, at nationals, but Joe's a good guy and you know, he's still heavily in the mix in powerlifting, which is still cool to see. But um, yeah, Seb, Seb's going to do a good job at closing it out there. I mean, who can forget nationals in 2019 where he pulled 380, was it? 380 and a half to, to round out the competition. And like literally everyone was standing on their on their feet, like filming it. It was fucking cool. So hopefully we get to see something like that again. And I think the 375 that he pulled uh, in training was just like a little bit of a teaser. Yeah. I think that's what will happen. Some shit's about to go down. Hopefully he doesn't actually bring the house down. Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Love to see somebody pull 400. Jeez. Don't, don't, don't. What, what, even on a, particularly on a stiff. What is the deadlift world record for the 120? Plus three ninety eight point five. Who's that? Uh, that's uh, twenty eighteen worlds. But uh, sorry, twenty you know twenty eighteen worlds. So there's no four hundred yet. Uh, Well, Jesus Oliveras has pulled four hundred in the USAPL comp. But um, I mean he doesn't lock it out, so it was probably questionable. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Anyway, what are we thinking overalls? Evie and Tim, no chance of anyone else. Yeah, I mean, 
let's be honest, it's probably going to be those two. I don't see any way that it wouldn't be both of them. Same. Yeah. They just well, the two, the two, those two out total everyone else almost. <laughs> yeah, basically. At the light, like almost the lightest weight class. At right? the lightest weight class, yeah. The like Evie has the second highest nominated total, as a fifty-seven, yeah. and, and then Tim has the like what second highest total with an eighty-three. Yeah, I I would honestly really like to see the best overall lifter one day not go to Evie and Tim. Even <laughs> though they like, are they are competing, uh, so like not because they are not competing, you know. Yeah, I mean, if like if Tim had like a terrible day, and I mean like horrible, that has to, it has to be like one of those days where he literally just. Or if he did, if he did what he did at NZI, which was I think him just kind of sending it for, for the thing of sending it, which I doubt he'll do again. But if he did that, and Jamie had like his best day it would be like somewhat close. Like I did the calculations, I think mm. someday, but it's like, you know, we're talking like one, two IPF points in it, but, but Tim, Tim goes into these things wanting to win the overall. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. The only chance- there is one way. And that is if we get Brett back, then yes. <laughs> yes. he can win it instead. <laughs> well, that's, that's asking. Yeah. yeah. That's asking. The, that's asking when you see him. The only chance was, uh, Blown apart by me last year at nationals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gave it a shot. Gave it a shot. We, we, we had put a in a record that's not a record. Yep. And questioned every lift. Yep, I was being a, I was being yeah. an asshole and use. So I'm just basically I'm the opposite of uh, Gavin Aiden. And just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I use every legal method. You're too willing and to. I don't have to. I don't have to pay hundred USD, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't have to pay true. money. Here. Zero fees. That is true. That is Zero true. fees. It's much cheaper. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. I think it would be interesting. So what I think is most interesting is like, you know, Joel and I have previewed these competitions like for the last two years, maybe even three years. Um, and uh, you know they do a similar thing on like King of the List for Worlds and like for USAPL Nats and everyone always has these like gigantic hopes about like everyone hitting massive PBs on the like the like you know for these guys it's their biggest stage possible and like it never kind of comes into fruition so I'm just intrigued to see what people can put up keen to see PBs and yeah just kind of keen to see how it goes and I think like you know as a bit of a words of wisdom like people going into this competition and i'm looking at those 93 juniors like don't be too ambitious take what you know you can do don't look at what you did at training just take what's there on the day i think like if people can do that then they'll find themselves in a very good position to uh you know be able to to put themselves as high up the rankings as possible because at the end of the day that's what we want about out of our nationals we don't want necessarily people just going for pbs and just sending it we want we want, we want competition yeah we want competition like that's the idea so hopefully some people will treat it like that and i think the more people that do treat it like that the better these things get definitely 100 i think um just you know like for me I think the biggest part is like if you're down there be at the lifting support everyone there you know like we're in a smaller town you know come and support your friends or the people that you know the people you've seen on instagram come in support have big crowds because if you want to see those big lifts 
the easiest way for that is to have a massive crowd cheering you on. Tell you what, there'll be some big numbers being pulled. So, you know, come in and enjoy the whole, the whole thing of powerlifting, not just your session. You're just yeah, just not your session, especially if you're there and you have the opportunity to, you know, not just lift but be there a couple of days early. I know many of us Aucklanders and potentially those traveling from North Island in general um, will definitely be down there a couple of days earlier before your session. Hopefully, not doing a not pulling a team anime and rocking up the <laughs> two hours before you win. <laughs> you have to change that team team name, eh, if they, uh, if they don't make yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but in saying that, yeah, I think resonating what Paul said there, um, you know, it's everyone's obviously going down wanting to compete, but I'm sure like myself and Paul, we don't just want to compete to an empty room. That will be pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like, you know, just, just get amongst yeah, it. Yeah. I think that, that is like, You're not gonna the, it. I think that's like the perfect way to close this out. Obviously a great message from none other than the NZPF president. Come down, support your lifters, support the community. If you want to watch the sport grow, you actually have to be, a part of the community to see it grow. Uh, as an outsider who has only been in uh, NZPF for the past few years, I can say that even though, like, you know, people may have perceptions on like, oh, politics are this way. Man, that's completely not true at all. Like, I'm probably, among all four lifters here, I'm like literally the weakest lifter by points, for sure. I Without a doubt, 100%. Uh, but, you know, we don't really judge you by how much you lift. Uh, at least not openly. <laughs> I know J- I, Jason probably secretly judges me in his sleep, uh, but he probably he probably yeah. does. Um, <laughs> he goes to sleep and is like, ah, yeah, these so, people, these quads. Yeah. You can't, can't, put, you can't put up a damn. <laughs> can't put up a damn bench but, total. Yeah, so uh, I guess that's all, right? Uh, for all the listeners out there, especially to this mainly going to be NZPF competitors. Uh, wishing all of you all the best. Hope your last couple of weeks of training. Uh, goes well depends when you hear this and uh, hopefully you make weight have a fun time at nationals and continue to stay in the sport and to all our listeners make sure you share subscribe like on like it on whatever medium uh, you are currently listening or watching to whether it's youtube itunes or spotify and once again thank you very much to the clock brothers for joining us for this for our longest episode yet Hope to round up to to ramp it all up for nationals. And Cheers, boys. Yep. Cheers, guys.